So that was a lie. Anyway, tonight on Edge of Empire, Graham chooses between Duracell and Energizer. Chris will explain what tracking gyroscopes do. Michael will explain what tracking gyroscopes do. And finally, Rob explains what tracking gyroscopes do. And welcome to episode four of our seventh year. Uh, this is the Edge of Empire, a Horus Heresy podcast. Uh, we think it's the best. Uh, most other people disagree on that one, but that's fine. So tonight we are we are uh, uh, going to talk about Adeptus Titanicus. So first of all, I'll start by introducing uh, the crew I have with me tonight. And uh, seeing as we talk about World War Two films a lot, I thought I'd uh, go with uh, uh, go with that. So. We're going to start with uh, uh, the pattern of our uh, um, our crew, uh, Mr. Chris Mills. I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, I've never struck somebody. I was going to uh, say, have you slapped uh, a man well, for supposed cowardice? I don't, you, you, you are pretty angry. Everyone keeps saying this. Uh, I don't think I've ever struck a man for cowardice. Uh, but, you know, have you, have you, have, have you ever dead po- yet. Have you ever pulled a pearl inlaid revolver on anybody? <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I can't the, the, for, legal, the, the, for legal reasons. I can't discuss that. And, and, and please, incidents. please don't don't die tragically young. No, exactly. Ish. No, uh, yeah, no, uh, yeah. No journeys for me. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Anyway, so if you sat listening to him in a room for a few hours, you'll understand that it's a bridge too far. That would be Mister uh, Robbing. Uh, yeah, but who? Who from Bridge Too Far? Yeah. If you say Urquhart, we're going to fall out. <laughs> uh, I think we'll give you uh, Horrocks. And, and and we know we know our opinions on members of the Frost family on this podcast as well, so don't tar me with that brush either. Are they, um, are they you know, is there a, a, I've always been to ask him, and I never... Yeah, there are. Yeah, I asked him. He was his great uncle. Oh, OK. Oh, fair enough. He was his great uncle. Well, we or, can, so, I think we can... You know, we can let that frost go, certainly. Yeah, well, I don't know. I've played him. <laughs> you know, he, he he did to me what Rommel did to the French in 1940. Just well, less friendly. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, he, did, he did that to all of us at some point or another. Yeah. Well, yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh, and who are you then? If I'm bloody... Well, if I'm we're, Jane we're, we're, we're not quite joined by the great escape, Graham Mills. He's uh, not with us tonight. Uh, he's, he's off uh, having his augmetics fixed, isn't he? Uh, that, yes. Battery's not included. Yeah. Yes, recovering from uh, recovering from an operation. So I guess that would make me Grave of the Fireflies. You what? No. Okay. No. Okay. Yeah. Have you not seen Grave of the Fireflies? Oh, okay. Never mind. To, 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 to uh, Ghibli. Um, uh, 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 Japanese uh, oh, no. animated film. It's, it's really good. Well, my my favorite. It's not Kurosawa or Tora Tora Tora. I probably haven't seen it. <laughs> That's the two the two references that anyone can make. Of or, or, or Hell in the Pacific, which is brilliant, but you can't get it anywhere. 
Uh, no, this is uh, Takata. Um, really, good, really good film, actually. You should, you should give it a watch. It's really good. I, I struggle with Ghibli. Um, I'm, I'm not a fan of the hyper cutesy animation. I don't know Fair if anybody, you know, anybody who hasn't listened to the show before <laughs> might be surprised, but anybody who's listened to me for more than 30 seconds might realise that I don't really do cutesy. No, you, you really don't. That's not don't. true. We've seen, we've all seen you in your uh, Pikachu onesie. Well, that, well, that, I've that, just been trying to, to 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 get that memory out of my head. Well, it should be easier for you. You, you were, I was. You, it should be easier for you, Michael. I was behind you. <sighs> anyway, moving on. Please. Moving on. So what tonight we're going to we're going to discuss we're going to introduce the game of the Deptus Titanica. So you know, just sort of introduce let's, the concept. Let's, Go on. Let's just, let's, are we going to introduce a game that is in fact currently five years old? Yes. Yes, it came out in 2018. Well, this version of it. This, this before yeah, this the, version uh, came out in 2018. Uh, yeah. yeah. We're going to talk about the, the, the different titans that are available to use. Uh, maybe touch on a bit of painting and then go for a list challenge. Um, and we're going to sort of use this to try and reboot our Titanicus coverage a bit over the next few months to try and delve into detail on each titan a bit, you know, go through more detail on their weapons and what we're going to do here with uh, um, engine kill uh, getting relaunched. So I, I normally say engine kill out. That's normally just you two boys, isn't it? Well, we'll figure something out going forward. So well, I do. I, well, I, I, I need we'll to take something. more of an, I need to take more of an intro in, in interest in, uh, in the, or an active thing with the, uh, with the Titans. Cause they are some, they are probably my favorite models that GW sell at the moment. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like in, it, it, in either in either scale, like it's like literally would never get bored of building and painting Titans, as my own collection proves. I mean, it's not like some people, but it, it's um, they're just amazing. But anyway, I am um, I'm uh, going off too early there, so I'll um, I'll, keep, I'll keep me powder dry till later. Just just going back a bit. John Frost is um, buried near Chichester. Yeah. Well, I live, so. No, you should go and go and see him. There's a, uh, there's a, there's a, Wikipedia. there's a really good um, interview with him from. Well, it's not a really good interview. It's a horrific interview if you watch it. It's on, it's on YouTube, um, and it's people just asking him stuff. And it's, but you can basically tell this interview was done before anybody thought that PTSD was a thing. Because gotcha. it's just like you can just see his kind of eyes glaze over at times going yep you're there again right now aren't you yeah that's fair enough cool hi guys chris here i'm here with the warlord titan and her crew of the argent monarch say hello perhaps i'll stand a bit further away next time but anyway we're here because the princeps was a bit sad that the argent monarch looked like every other titan on the field. Isn't that right? So we gave them all the details of Battlebling, an online web store where you can get all the bits and pieces that you need to make your titans stand out, doing alternative weapon options, alternative bases, heads, everything you need to make your titan that little bit different from the one you're about to volcano cannon. Well, someone found it funny. So why not visit Battlebling 
for all of your little updates and all your little tweaks that you want to make for your Warlord, Reaver, or Warhound Titans for Adeptus Titanicus. And that's not all they do, but it's certainly worth checking out. Wouldn't you agree? Just Google Battlebling today, and that'll take you to Etsy for all of your bits and pieces. Okay, so uh, shall we uh, crack on and sort of introduce the game? Yes, and uh, it, go from there. So. Right, so Adeptus Titanicus. So it's a reboot of a very old game, mm. almost as old as oldest, almost as old as me. Nowhere near as old as Graham, but that's fine. Um, it was, which was called Adeptus Titanicus, came out in 1998. It was a blatant attempt. Eighty-eight. Uh, so, yeah, 1988. Sorry, it's, yeah. Oh, what you said. Uh, younger yeah. than, younger than me. Yeah, it's, uh, it's younger yeah. than me. And me. Uh, it was basically to stop people playing BattleTech, um, which seems eminently sensible because it's not Titans. Uh, it was designed by Jervis Johnson, uh, and it was the it was the reason we've got a heresy because they needed an excuse for ha- to have for both sides using the same models. Yeah, because yeah, they were like, much. okay, well, let's just in, let's just put a civil war in. All right, okay, what's this? No idea. And they just the the, the Horus Heresy came out of Adeptus Titanicus, um, and some early artwork of giant imperial walkers by um, Jez. Yeah. To go on a, t- a slight tangent, I'll put this in the notes. Like, did, have you, have, um, it's the 40th anniversary of Games Workshop this year, and they've been doing some videos um, and sort of doc- articles on uh, the, the, the models they've had through the years. And last week, they actually did the first Titans that they did in metal. Mm-hmm. So I have cool one thing. on my desk that was very <clears throat> kindly given to me by my mate Dave Smooge. Oh, very nice. Um, and it is teeny, teeny, tiny. It is a reaver, and it is about the size of a current AT, Serastus. It is super diddy, um, but super iconic, and is going to get some TLC from me at some point. Um, but the original Adeptus Titanicus, it went through a few editions. I think it was two or three editions, I think it was. It ended up becoming epic. Um, but Epic um, was um, discontinued some time ago. Lots of people talk about it. Um, You know, lots of people go brr and play Heresy in Epic scale, which was six millimeter scale. So it was slightly smaller than Adeptus Titanicus is now, because that's in eight millimeter scale. Mm -hmm. Um, But our current edition was released in 2018 five years ago like we say don't don't listen to us if you want to keep up with the news folks. <laughs> yeah um you know we 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 take a a fungus the bogeyman approach to the news as in we don't like it to be fair we've had to wait for graham to not be available to do this why because he, he really hates that <laughs> he doesn't hate it he just hates talking about it it's it's, it's a game he doesn't play Despite the fact that I think if you gave it a try, it would be right up his street. Oh, it, it, it's it's full he on. Has, ma- I played him. It's full man. It's full on managerial. I rem- I remember you playing him, Michael. And he was like, actually, it's. I really enjoyed it because you could get into the kind of micromanagement. He did. He has. Um, oh, what is it? Death heads. Yeah. Yeah, he's got death heads. So, yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why he says. Oh, it's not for me. But I don't know. Anyway. Maybe there's not enough tracks. Potentially. Probably feels oh, yeah. like an it probably feels like an infantry game because everything's got legs. 
Despite that, those, those legs are at least 20 foot long. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's still, it's still, it's still infantry. Just you know, really chuffing heavy infantry, but infantry nonetheless. Um, but yeah, they um, they launched it by in 2018, written by James Hewitt, um, who used to come into the York store actually when I was working there. Anyway. Yeah, um, now uh, he now designs. I think the last game he he's sort of now mostly associated with the Hellboy game. All right, okay. He designed um, that. Does that got you know? Is is that going to come with any kind of sort of apology for the more recent film or? Oh no! It was out before the film. It's been oh, a few right, okay. uh, like, like, like seriously, I'm pretty sure David Harbour would have rather, you know, played Rochambeau against everybody in Hollywood and let everybody go first, rather than take that one because it was never going to end well because he's not Ron Perlman. No. And true. nobody wants to see anybody with an angle grinder to their forehead other than Ron Perlman, basically. Plus the mm. plot was absolute. The I... plot was an absolute primaris, to use a criticism. <laughs> Well-rounded and thought out and full no, of delight, so it all included. Utter pointless nonsense. Oh, yeah. Um, so anyway, apparently the, this new version, it's a skirmish game. Now, that's because you don't have massive numbers of models. Um, you know, if you played it in scale as a skirmish game, you'd get laughed out of the car park you were playing in. Well, um, no, they do it in um, the... There's a, uh, yeah, a, a Titan Armored Club do it every yeah, year at the... Um... I, I know, but I cannot feel anything other than... Meh? Jealousy? No, it's not, because despite the incredible standard that people put, put play stuff to and paint stuff to and the the kind of, oh my God, there is literally like a premiership footballer's wages worth of models in this room because there's so many of them in a room and because it kind of detracts from them because they lose their impact. Does that make sense? Kind of, yeah. It's like, yeah, oh, there's, yeah I there's, guess there's, so. There's 43 warhounds in this room. It's like, yeah, most people, if you see one, you're like, oh, my God. If you see one next to a, a bunch of Marines, you're like, wow, you know, that thing's massive, it's, you know, whatever. When you see 43 of them, you lose any sense of scale, and all you've got is a bunch of middle-aged blokes with too much money to spend, study, standing in bare feet trying to knock them, o- trying not to knock just, them over. I'm, I'm just going to raise one thing with you, Rob. Mm-hmm. That's every uh, 40k on a heresy event the uh, world has ever seen. Not in, ba- not in bare feet trying not to knock stuff over. Uh, I must admit, I was at a heresy event at the weekend, and I took my warhound, and someone else took the warhound. Although theirs was Lucius Patton, um, that was uh, Horace uh, Lupercal on Facebook, uh, friends of the show. Um, and uh, yeah, Lucius Patton. I was like, oh, dead jealous. And then someone really? else had a re get to spec yeah. savers, mate. I like the Lucius Patton. It's quite cool. Yeah, well, you know. And someone else had a um, a Reaver, so. I, I love the models. I absolutely love them. I just think when you put that many of them that close together, Dilute, dilutes their punch. It, yeah, it dilutes the impact because because the, the photos are taken from so far away, you can't see the work that people have put into them yeah. because they're literally taking the photos from thirty feet away because they've got to fit everything in. And there's just loads. Of, there's just loads of loads of people stood around them going, "Look at these! I could have paid my mortgage off early, but I've got nineteen titans instead." And you're like, mm. Okay. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I have one. I, you know, I can't throw too many stones in that glass house. I have a warhound, but I wouldn't. 
I, I wouldn't be playing basically 80 and 28 mil unless the Euro Millions came in, I don't think. And even then, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Fair enough. I, I don't know. You, you might want to edit that out in case I massively <laughs> offend a lot of people who listen <laughs> to the show. That's fine. We're all worried about things like that. Yeah, exactly. Well, if, you, if you're worried about that, you never would have asked me to join the show, probably. Yeah, we're, no, we all have opinions and it's fine. Yeah, they're, they're like something else. Everybody's got one. Yeah. Um, okay, so, yeah. So, yeah, it, because it's a skirmish game, though, the, 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 a lot of the mechanics work very similar to um, other skirmish games. In fact, things mm. like uh, facing, turning, terrain. If you imagine Mordheim played in Manhattan with the things from Pacific Rim, then you're not far off. You've got facings, you've got movement is incredibly important. Yeah. You know, you've got to plan in advance. It's not quite as bad as Battlefleet Gothic was. You don't yeah. need an advanced maths degree to figure out the movement phase. Uh, I don't necessarily think that's... I th- I mean... I know you're a fan a of the Gothic. Of... I love the Gothic. Um... <laughs> In fact, I got everything out and stripped it the other day because that's all I'm going to worry about for the future. Um, it uses effectively the same system as Battlefleet Gothic with orders and things like that. And the movement isn't a massively dissimilar. You do have to. I don't. I don't think there's a, a lot of dissim- a lot of. I don't. I, I I struggled when I tried Gothic in that it was like right. I want to turn here and like oh you can only you can only, you can't do that yet. You'll have to wait two turns. And I'm like, what? Yeah, but the, the same is with um, Titanic's is the same thing as well. You have to. You, know, you, you have limited you, amounts you, of movement. You can't tap yeah. dance across a board and pull handbrake turns in them. I realise that, but because um, you've got, you know, it's almost a little bit as well. A bit like anybody who played fantasy back in the day will be like, okay, um, you know, watch your rear facing, watch your flanks, um, you know, at sort of angles. Angles matter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know if you can uh, overlay um, angles and trigonometry over you know with your built-in head-up display, then you probably get probably quite like this, which is the sort of thing I imagine Graham doing. Yeah, exactly. Which is which is why I don't get why he doesn't like it because I imagine him when he's looking at like when he's looking at stuff, I imagine him being like Alan from The Hangover, where he's playing poker and he's just got all the maths and graphs going through his head. That's yeah. You couldn't, mean, yeah. you couldn't be more right, I think. It's you such know. a it's a very him game without him wanting it to be. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, yeah. Hey ho. Um so you use you've got command terminals, um with it basically um every Titan has a every Titan has a lot of admin, is the best way I put it. Um yeah. it has like a data sheet with uh, all the information you need because you need to keep track of what's been hurt and when and whether you've fixed it or not and how hurt it is as to whether it might blow up all sorts of stuff because as you take damage your titan gradually degrades in performance Uh, so you might find yourself struggling to move or you might just explode and die in nuclear fire which is always funny which which i can imagine i can imagine it it well um maybe um Interestingly, I thought it was something they were going to pinch for Heresy version 2 with degradation of super heavies, but it doesn't look like we got that. No. And I, when no, that no. came, 
when that came out, I was like, oh, I wonder, because there's, oh, there's degradation there. Okay, that makes sense. I wonder if that's going to, you know, when well, then we started hearing rumours about version two, I was like, I wonder if they're going to do anything about super heavies and sort of degrade them a bit. But turns out not. Turns out not. But anyway, that's, um, you know, there's a lot of admin, there's a lot of detail, but it can be hyper immersive and narrative for it. Because, you know, you're not like, oh, he's dead. You're like, all right, oh, well, this arm has been hurt. This arm can't do anything. I need to fix that. I need to fix this. I need to do this. It is. It, it can be incredibly narrative while being quite crunchy from a rules point of view as well. <clears throat> the thing is, certain titans, you do end up with an, uh, kind of with an affection for. Mm-hmm. You know, they are giant killing machines, you know. But they often develop their own characters, their own stories through your play just by accident. Mm-hmm. Like this is yeah. the Titan that, you know, that Adam always falls. Titan. Mm-hmm. Adam has a Titan that I always want to kill. I've never killed it. But if it's on the board, my, my Legio's sole purpose is to knock it over. Is to, is to kill that one. Or you might yeah. have one that always falls over and, and, and bumps into yeah, yeah. one of your own titans, no matter how far away you put it from anything. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it is a incredibly character driven, I suppose is the best kind of, mm. because you, the princeps are an important part of it as well. Yeah. So you do generate uh, characters within your within your models, which I don't think in like normal heresy, you do so much unless you're really, really into it. You don't give a damn about Sergeant Jeff. No, no. Sergeant Jeff's just there to tank some, tank some wounds in his artificer armor. And then when he eventually dies, you go, Oh, well next time, next game, there'll be another Sergeant Jeff. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, um, Titanicus doesn't, uh, you don't have that um, distance from it. No, Princeps Jeff is 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 not a thing. Yeah, no, it's you know he has a name. His Titan has a name, and they are their survival is imperative. Yeah, it, it lends itself to to sort of really diving into that narrative um, campaign style, which is interesting because there's there's quite a um, quite a dedicated and busy actual tournament scene as well but i think that's yeah. just te- i think that's just testament to the to the crunchiness of the rules because it, it it you can be competitive about it but you could also um you know the the, the sort of campaign books have been superseded now by the loyalist and, and traitor legios books but you know you've got 54 novels in the heresy series most of which mention a titan at some point you know, we all know we all know stories of you know what happens. You know, everybody kind of knows about the Titan death now at Beta Garmin or the big the big engagements. There's plenty of scope for um, a narrative campaign. Like I would love to see, just like as a PDF, just on a Thursday, Heresy Thursday. I don't know if you're listening, anybody. Um, like um, Mercury Wall campaign. 
but like a but like a big one something that would be really ambitious that you'd need a group of people to do because you know there's that bit of the mercury wall where like three war masters just kind of come out of the smoke and they're like uh oh yeah you know oh another game like you know and the sort of thing like there were in like the campaigns were in the black books where you looked at it and you're like well actually either i'm going to need to win the lottery or perhaps between an entire gaming club we might be able to play this prospero campaign you know that 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 kind of sort of thing, but that's just me. That's that's more where I kind of um, that's where I kind of the, the side of the fence that I kind of come down on. So, um, but but why should I play it, Chris? Tell me why I should play it. Why should you play it? Uh, what I would say before I look at the show notes because I'm on a different uh, docs page. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, I thought I'd lined you up there to kind yeah. of you know. Yeah, no, no. Sorry, I was I was just just looking through uh, another docs document trying to find a name for something um jeff so my the reason that i would play which is the actually the second point that mr b has put here is uh it's cost per enjoyment ratio is pretty good um it's it's not as good as it is now with plastic heresy coming in and we're a heresy podcast that's gonna be our focus yeah. um that's getting a little bit a little bit tighter but you don't need a lot of titans to play you don't need a lot of anything to play really you don't need a lot of space because it's mainly built for yeah um, it's tiny. Before, isn't it? yeah pretty much unless you want to get extravagant and have a big old um big old punch up with a few players well, careful now we're british we don't really do extravagance do we certainly well, not at the well, certainly not in a post-Brexit slumping economy. Yeah. I'd still play on a city four simply so you've got space for your terminals. Oh, yeah, you need it. Yeah, you, you, the game yeah, pl- yeah. is played on a, on a four before and then you, you need a desk. Yeah. Or you, uh, or, or you find an, an, an app. Or a digital yeah. alternative. Yeah. Me and Michael were discussing this before you joined the call, Chris, about the, the fact that if there is a game... Other than maybe, you know, if there is a game that lends itself to GW going, here is a digital support to save you, if nothing else, just to save you space while you're playing your game, it's this. So, so I have a, a third-party uh, digital support for this game, and I love it. However, a point is often raised to me about it, and the fact that with the terminals, your opponent can see what, the situation is regarding your titans yes now so given, yeah but but we'll, we'll we'll come back to that uh, this, that's we're on reasons to play so we'll come given, back to given, that given, given my given my propensity for a certain six-year period of history I'd, I'd quite like to play it and have all the admin admin done by um ladies in in suits with pencil skirts and victory rolls pushing things around with big long sticks that's, that's how I live my entire life, Rob. Or perhaps that might be better uh, than playing Aeronautica, but that's, that's another show. Yeah, that is another show. And we'll, we'll probably get to that at some point, but none of us play it. Yeah, um, yeah I keep yeah. meaning to. Well, I play it in 40k, 40k universe, but I, I keep meaning to play the Heresy version. Surely yeah. that's just the same game, but with... It is, but just different... Just the different, marine list. Some slightly different planes, yeah. Yeah, some slight differences. Uh, Right, so yeah, cost, cost per pound, uh, you can get away with, yeah, for 
uh, Warlords and things like that. They're about 70, 80 quid now, I think, in most. Uh, 70 pounds for a Warlord is the RRP, but obviously you can get it cheaper uh, Element Games. Exactly. And, you know, when you're starting off, you probably don't need more than two or three Titans. And Oops. bear in mind, you can get two Warhounds for about. I know, you you just went. Uh, you took the Conker's, the, the, Conker's Deep almost. Con- Conker's Deep approach is the, uh, is yep. the established version. Um, but you don't need more than two or three Titans, and that will probably set you back about £100. Yeah. Uh, depending on what other Titans you get and where you get them from. There's a and healthy, healthy aftermarket as well. Yeah, absolutely. With our our sponsors extraordinaire, Battle Bling. If you want different weapons for them, fill your boots, sunshine. Yeah, it's all it's all out there, which is good. Um, but you don't have to put a lot of investment up front into this game. No. Uh, no, I mean even comparing it's... it to Plastic Heresy, you can get seventeen fifty points of Titanicus for. What you're talking for, for cheaper than you could get 1750 points of heresy? Yeah. Just gonna quickly do some element game shopping. Well, I would go for the starter box set and a warlord, that's how I would start it. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what the starter box been... sets are these days. The starter box set for, Tit- for Titanicus is the same one they've had for a couple of years now. It is um, two Reavers that one of each uh, t- type they sell. Yeah, you get the chain um, fist one as well, don't you? Yeah, uh, a box, uh, a set of uh, warhounds. And two Sarastus Knights, uh, Lancers. Yeah, two Lancers. That's perfect, pretty much. It's not a, it's a, it's a damn good way of starting. You get a, you get a softback rule book in there as well. You get all your templates, mm-hmm. um, measury, rulery things, um, acetate stuff, and um, you get your terminals. Uh, plus the well. cards you needed as well. Yeah, and the weapons cards. Yeah, there is the there is the one there is one bad side to Titanicus. Cards are easy to lose, or the rule book. (coughs) Well, no, the rule book's not so much of a problem, but peripherals (laughs) are king in this game. Um, And so there's a lot of cards. There's a lot of little tokeny bits to put on your um, command. Uh, boards, you know, there's a lot of lot of little bits and pieces that can and will find themselves in a Hoover, in a Hoover down the side of something, eaten by the cat. Yeah, absolutely. So there is that to to, to bear in mind. But um, just, just looking at, you've got to bear in mind that all you need now is a rule book and either the Traitor Legion book or the Loyalist Legion book. Yeah, for for a for a game that for a game that's so admin heavy, it's literature light. Yeah, yeah. Didn't used to be, but they've made it so now. Yeah, they've, they've it's all been slimmed down, which is good. Which I think is a definite. Uh, you know, we we're we're, or we're into the very early state mid stages of heresy literature re-release, mm-hmm. and we already have four books. Three books, uh, three books. You got the Imperium. Well, five, including the rule book. Yeah, and they are not small books. They are uh, 
you know if you're using elements of different things you're going to have to carry around three big books if you want to do it in book form titanicus they are smaller than a4 size thinner than a, any other sort of rule book and the, uh, the 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 loyalist and and traitor legio books aren't that thin no but yeah, uh, yeah that's true they are they're, they're not then you're not talking black books though uh, from yeah the, the core game from um element is 89 pounds 25 mm-hmm. um which basically you, you i worked it out you basically either get the reaver or the rule book for free yeah which is pretty good which is pretty damn yeah. i nearly did a, a sexy dutch voice then but um wrong podcast for that one <laughs> But yeah, I definitely would. Uh, I definitely would start with that starter set. I think it's yeah. the, the best place to go because two reavers uh, and two warhounds and your uh, and your Sarastus knights are. It's going to give you about what one two fifty more or less. And you don't you don't need to you know you you don't need to what Rob did and dive conquers deep in first. You can you know pace yourself. I don't, yourself I don't know what I don't know what you mean. How many uh, starter sets did you buy? No, no, no. I bought that. I already had like 15 Titans before I bought the starter boxes. How many Titans do you have? 23. How many uh, games you played? Less than 23. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're 20. ready. You're ready, and you've got choices when you get round. I have got. Thing. My point was, I I can play any maniple in the game fully maxed out. You absolutely can. With that Legio. So, you know, if I decide to then do another Legio, which would seem rude not to, um, you know. I like Titans, all right? Oh, yeah, I'm not knocking you for it. Don't get it wrong. <laughs> you know. All power to you. I might have played I might have played more games if you weren't busy, you know, guarding the French border or managing Chain Home or whatever it is you do on the coast there. Someone has, someone's got it. RF Tang is not going to look after itself these days. No, that that's true. In, uh, with you know, well done for your sterling work with the Royal Observer Corps. Okay, uh, and obviously Graham's going to go are, mad when he listens back to this. Obviously, yeah. the models are an amazing part of the game as well. To be fair, I mean, just look at them. They are. It, it, God, yeah. There, there, yeah. there isn't a bad model in that range. Um, I don't. I don't think. I know. Well, actually, someone's going to say Firewolf, aren't they? Yeah, and that's, yeah, that's what's going to be me. Um, I don't like the direwolf. I converted my own, but that's I've I don't know anybody who's done much with with them. Um, so I'll let them off. Um, with that, the the thing for me with the with the kits is you know Titans look cool. They've they've not changed how they look really, but how well engineered the kits are to go together. Yeah. Like, the, this isn't some 40k Rhino where no matter what you do, you've got a gap between plates that you could drive a bus through. These things are beautifully engineered. They, they, yeah, there are a few bits, there are a few sort of fiddly bits and pieces uh, I still get uh, angry at when I'm putting a Titan together. Um, Which ones? Um, Which bits? The... Uh, Warlord, um, some bits on the side of the Warlord that go sort of under the arms. There's some bits. Oh, there the like, um, yeah, the 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 love handle plates. Yeah, they can uh, just 
I've, I've built four of them. I think only one of them, I got those bits the right way around first time. I think three of the four, I sprayed the wrong one, the wrong colour for my quartered colour scheme. And the one that I got right was on the bloody sinister and the damn things were both black. <laughs> yeah, those that they are that that bit there just annoyed me. But I had one where it just would not glue to the body, and that annoyed me. And yeah, there's one of my titans completely missing one side of it because I got so annoyed I actually threw it across the room. Oh god! And I, I never found it again. But I was that was you know. But you've never struck a man for cowardice. But I've never struck a man for cowardice, Rob. Everyone's got a line, you know. Everyone's got to have a got to have principles and mine is that bit of model will go flying but i'll never strike a man for cowardice right yeah there you go i wish ward last would have that attitude yeah but you deserve striking true i i don't live with you i talk to you for about four hours a month and i could slap you oh, so you know yeah but i'm, I'm being honest with him oh well, no absolutely i'm not. sure it's entirely reciprocated i mean you know people that was me saying, let's have a, let's work it out so we, so I can get down to you to play a game of Titanica soon. Well, yeah, yeah. and we can, and we can both slap take each a, other. Take a police escort. What? what hit? What? I, 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 well, I'll one ha, of you. I'll, I'll have you know, this isn't this isn't Airedale. This is Townville. Two streets over, he'd need a police escort. But excuse me, people Can't in this, people with in this street have mortgages. <laughs> Maybe this is why Graham's quite good at this because he keeps. No, he doesn't keep us on track at all. What am I talking No, he's about? he's he's the one making the puerile jokes in the background, giggling, trying because because he knows Mr. B can't wrangle all three of us at the same time without serious effort. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna. I shall be the Mr. B here. So, uh, Mr. B, how does one play this game? How does yes. one play this game? Okay, well, you start with a table. We mentioned before, 4x4 is the recommended size, but we would suggest a 6x4, so you've got more space, because those... The, the, the point, the problem is the admin stuff takes up a bit of room. So, the, the is, extra you don't room need, is helpful. You need a 4x4 four four gaming space. <laughs> you need an additional 2 foot to the side of that for all of your... Go bins. Yeah. But that reduces the cost of anything like mats and stuff, so and the amount of terrain you need, so that's good. So you don't then, need hills because they won't bleed and stand on them. No. So then you need to build your battle group, which usually you base this around a choice of maniples that determines what titans you can bring, and they come with special rules. Now, me and Chris and hopefully Rob, we're going to discuss these in future episodes because we realistically can't go into every single maniple in this because it's just it's just too much, you know. But, Give me um, an excuse to get a picture of each maniple to go with each section when we go through them, though, because I can exactly. do Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and we also want to pick a legio. Now, again, lots to go through. We've discussed some in the past, um, but there are also fantastic rules that allow you to design your own legio, which we think are, are brilliant. They originally published in White Dwarf, and then they got put into, I can't remember which book it was, but they're now in the Loyalist and the Traitor Legio books. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's only one there's only one legio for loyalists that is the correct legio. Um, but you know, I, people get just as partisan about this as they do about their legions. They in do. Um, no, just uh, get back in your box, you. They could ask them. Where's that can of fly spray? I'll give you Ignatum. <laughs> Um, you've also got the option of knights as well, which are quite uh, which are an army in themselves. Um, but you can use them to support your existing 
uh, uh, Titans, which is quite cool. Uh, they are a bugger because they're so quick. Uh, they die easy, but damn, they can do some damage when they do and that. You, and you can get a pair of Serastas Knights for less than 500 quid. And yep, that's very true. Bear in mind, you've got the Acastus, the mm-hmm. um, Porphyrian as well there in yeah. there, and they do not slouch. There's the murder beat. There's the murder turtle as well. The other one um, yep. with the um, with the uh, conversion beamers. What do you call it? Uh, the uh, Asterius. Asterius. And they've just released conversion beam weapons for the full size Titans, and they look stunning. They haven't come out yet, but they are coming. They look absolutely. I want warhounds with conversion beam weapons because i thought warhounds looked the best with traditional plasma vulcan megabolt uh, like the 28 mil one has been forever but oh my god how good do those they conversion do look beams look on a, war, on a look, warhound they do look oh. pretty good suits oh. you sir much thigh rubbing, <laughs> much thigh rubbing. oh yes absolutely um so the game itself is played over five phases now this one of the cool things about this is alternative activation it doesn't work for bigger games uh like 40k and, and 30k but in a skirmish game like this alternative activation is great so you've not got that issue of right i've got to stand by for like half an hour while this player does all this stuff you activate one titan then someone else activates theirs and it's great um so you've got the strategy phase so issuing orders and acting stratagems uh movement so what phase, is a, so. what is a stratagem stratagems well it's a bit like uh basically it's a bit like your reactions except you do them ahead in time and not in reactions to something else so for example you might use a i think there's an aerial uh bombing run one uh i always forget that one sorry it's been a, it's been a little while since i played so um where you can basically essentially do damage to a titan which you can represent with an aeronautica plane which is quite cool so mm-hmm. it's just like little actions that you can take uh, and they cost stratagem points, which you get so many of during the game. Right. Yeah, they're not all done. Yeah, they're not all done. So in the strategy phase, some. Oh, are, yeah, yeah. Some are done later on. Some are well, like reactions, things like that. There are. Yeah. And some are done in the building of the game as well. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you've got your movement phase, so that's when you move your god engines. Uh, damage control phase, you get each titan has a, a certain number of servitor claims, which are basically damage dice. So you roll them, and using the various results, you can do things like bringing your void shields back up, repairing critical damage, bringing weapons back online, or cool down the reactor, depending on what number each dice rolled. Even the even the repair dice are kind of thematic, because you've got little mm. servitors running around your titan. You know, yeah. Mark welders. You've got Wally basically driving around inside your Titan fixing stuff. Yes, yeah. precisely. Uh, which is absolutely fantastic. Uh, you've got your combat phase. That's your chance to attack the enemy with your weapons. Uh, and finally, the end phase. So basically resolving any end effects that might be triggered uh, and prepare for your uh, uh, t- your next turn. So that's that's it sounds silly, but it's it's actually quite important to the to the game, really, that uh, end phase. Yeah, do your damage repair rolls. Um, I think the order, man. I can't remember. Yeah, but awesome game. Uh, okay, so it sounds really complicated, but the book actually starts off, uh, just grabbing it here, uh, you actually start in the basic, you've got a very basic set of rules, and then you can sort of add 
different concepts, different rules later on. Although, to be fair, this is a bit of a disadvantage to the game because it means that the rules that you need to play a full game are kind of spread out across the book in a way that's not necessarily the best. Yeah, but if you, it, it gives you a nice, easy way of sort of dipping your toe in, so to speak, rather than kind oh, of... Oh, yeah, going, yeah. I know, oh, I, know, right, I, know, I know some players who have never played beyond the basic the basic rules. That's because, testament. That's testament to if it's a rule set that works, though. Because they don't want to, and that's fine. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful thing. And you like, play the game how you want, just don't use Battletech rules, because then you're defeating the whole object of Game Workshop, <laughs> creating it in the first place. I have seen people use Battletech rules, which is quite And I've, I've seen some of the screenshots from some of those groups, and just, just don't do it, people. Yeah. Uh, like many modern Games Workshop games, you've got your uh, three ways to play, so open, narrative, and matched. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's basically. Uh, Is that like how- swipe, swipe right, swipe left? Don't install it in the first place. <laughs> something quite like something a bit like that, yeah. Uh, just 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 checking. Yeah. So uh, right. So um, what about how getting started in the game? What, what do you think about that, Rob? Then because we've already talked a little bit about this, but. Um. Well. <sighs> It, it depends on what is what what grabs you, you know, whether you want to um, if you've read a story about a particular legio that you think, right, I want to play them um, or whatever, um, or whether it's from a modeling point of view or whatever. But the good the good thing is that for a GW game, with the exception of possibly um, Underworlds. It's probably the cheapest one there is. Necromunda might be a little bit more, um, but I think that's your, your, ter- your terrain is going to is going to push Necromunda into being more expensive. Um, yeah. So you know, I mean, the starter set, like I said, it's eighty nine twenty five from Element Games, which is enough to get you free delivery as well. Um, you know, use our crystal codes, people. Um, you basically get your rule book for free in that, or a Reaver Titan for free you've got a reaver you've got two warlord uh, two warhounds and two serastus knights so you're you're talking over a thousand points there and um, i think unlike the, the unlike the grandmaster box set that this actually started the whole the whole thing with um it's better because your your titans that you do have have got uh the reaver titans i should say um they're not simply the same titan over and over, yeah, it's it's yeah, different it's lessons. Not, it's not everybody has this loadout. I mean, obviously you've got the warhound, you've got the warhound warhound box there, so you get everything for the warhounds, other than some of the super sexy stuff that um, Forge World do, do or that Battle Bling do. You know, you've got um, you could have double plasma gun, you could have double double megabolt, uh, you could have the Dolly Parton pattern. Um, you know, you've got options there that if you buy the starter set and your mate buys the starter set, there's no guarantee you'll have the same. Um, you'll build them in, in exactly the same way. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, if two people are doing that, don't worry about the points. Just build your models how you want. It's cool and get get you know use magnets. Oh yeah, use God magnets. Sake, yeah. Use magnets. Um, you have you used magnets, Rob? I have. I mean, I mean, you wouldn't think so looking at my Titan table, but um, I have. Um, how how much I use them? I haven't used magnets on my Dire Wolves. Because they don't have any options yet um, for the arm weapons, but anyway, um, I wouldn't 
worried too much about if you build your warhounds with plasma gun and um, laser blaster and your mate builds them with double bulk and mega bolter. Strictly speaking, one of you might have an advantage over another one, but you, you've got some variance to expose yourself to different options and get a, get more of a bead on the game nice and easy. Um, and, you know, if you're using magnets, just nick his weapons off him. Um, that's what I, that's what I would do. You've got the lancers in there. I wouldn't, don't, I wouldn't bother mag- magnetizing the knights unless you're, um, particularly keen on having a ridiculous knight household. Um, but it's not like you can get spare parts for them anyway. Um, so that's what I would do. Um, pick what you like. Start if it's the game that you're wanting to play. Get the starter set to start with, um, and anything else that you fancy or can afford, and just go from there. Mm. Terrain, you can do. You know, you can do a lot. Um, obviously, you know, um, terrain can go burr. Um, there's GW do make plastic terrain. Um, it's good, but it's not cheap. Um, there are uh, there are cardboard packs of terrain. Um, from uh, RuneScape and TT Combat, uh, do a Cityscape, 30 quid um, for cardboard buildings to play with. To be fair, if there's a pair of you who are sort of dipping your toe in, that's not bad. To yeah, it's just uh, TT yeah. Combat, and they do, do, do. There's two sets they do. It's just ah, RuneScape yes. and Cityscape. Ah, yes. Sorry, that's me. Because uh, they're um, there. yeah, they're um, they're for their Drop Fleet Commander game. Uh... I guess, yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at the uh, looking at the ruinscape there, and I'm half expecting Godzilla to uh, enter stage left. Um, yeah, it's a bit modernish looking, but that's that's all right. To get started with Titanicus, it's it's great. I mean, you know, you could scratch build as well because you're looking you're looking for buildings, so yeah. you're looking at you know you're looking at cuboids and cylinders and. You know, lots of lots of stuff works. Lots of people use the normal 40k terrain and just take off anything that gives you a reference of scale. So, like the um, what's those tanks? Um, oh, the um, oh, I know what you mean the Necromunda. Is it Ferratonic something or a furnace or no? no the the manatees have named them. But if if you, you take the terminals off that, that could just be like a massive set of like you know um gas storage tanks um or grain silos or or anything you know what you've got to think of is you've got to think of the scale of the of of the setting where you know oh well, you wouldn't you wouldn't get a grain silo that's 15 stories high not now yeah, you wouldn't 40k and you know you'd get one that's 1500 stories high probably in 40k you know um Bear in mind the, uh, the the setting of the heresy and the forty and the, you know thirtieth millennium onwards. Even Judge Dredd rock up and go, bloody hell, that's big. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. Me- mega City One does. Mega City One, Me- Mega City One ain't that mega when you know you you compare it to to sort of the the GW background. Yeah. Not that I'll hear anything bad said about Judge Dredd, because otherwise it's 30, year, 30 years in the cubes for you, creep. No, no I, do love, I do love Judge Dredd. I want them to hurry up with that blooming TV series that Carl Urban's been saying for three years, that yes, I'll do it, please let me put the uniform back on. 
Oh, I love, uh, yeah. I did get to speak to the guy a few years ago who did who created Murphyville, and that was quite a conversation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he was he was Irish, so it was like thank goodness for that. Well, you know, it was um, anybody who hasn't read Judge Dredd, then you know they need to sort out their life priorities and if anybody who hasn't read it who isn't british it would give you a fantastic insight into british satire i i just, I, I love the carl Urban film as well i thought it was much maligned i enjoyed it um, yeah very weird at the cinema because it's so orange you don't notice it when you're in the cinema but you watch it in, you watch it in, watch it in a cinema and you come out and your eyes are going what the hell's happened because the whole film is filtered in orange yeah i don't know why yeah. But it, it does strange things to your eyes when you come out of that film. Did you watch it in 3D or? I did. Um, I'm not normally a fan. Um, it's a bit faddy for me, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It was quite good in 3D. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm not adverse to the idea of uh, Lena Headey coming at me. But to be fair, when she looks like that, can we skip the 3D? <laughs> I think it was the slow-mo stuff that really sort of did it with the 3D there. It was really good. Yeah, I don't think you needed it. It looked like, yeah, but that, that's cheating, isn't it? It's like, let's put a plot device in that makes this this bit work. Yeah. You know, that, that's, that's, it, like, that's like that's, bullet that's, time in The Matrix. It's like, every, we've invented this every, new camera technique. Let's put something in the film to use it. Anyway, this isn't film 2023. We're talking Titanicus and Chris is chomping at the bit. Yeah. I was, I was just going to say that you've obviously completely forgotten about the Absolute classic Judge Dredd film starring Sylvester Sloan. And frankly, the disrespect you're showing it is nothing short of. Uh... I don't remember this film. What do you mean you don't remember this film? Rob Schneider going, I am nope. the law. I'm, 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 no, I'm just purposely forgetting it. What? It's got an ABC robot on it. It's still terrible. It, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, I a, mean, it's a terrible Judge Dredd film. It's a good 2000 AD film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, I, I think they should have um oh what's the other one? Uh, I cannot I can't remember the name of the other one I really love. Um what, from two thousand AD? Yeah. Strontium Dog? That's it. I think they would have been better to make a Strontium Dog film. Learn learn to two thousand AD, Michael, seriously. Sorry? Learn to 2000 AD, clearly. I just couldn't rem- I just couldn't remember the name, it just sort of escaped my head and I was like, I know it, I know it, I know it. You know the the 1995 one. It's got it's got like it's got the angels in it. It's got the angel gang in it. It's got a ABC robot and okay, takes his helmet off, which is you know. No, I just don't think they should have made a Judge Dread film because they obviously wanted to show Sylvester Stallone's face, so they should never have bothered. <sighs> True. True. Anyway, Carl Urban Carl Urban did him justice, and anybody who say no, he's too thin, hasn't read the comic. Yeah. Oh, he did really well at that. Anyway, anyway, back to uh, anyway and stuff. some editing for you there, Michael. Why? I, d- I don't know. It's what people tune in for? Well, yeah, Amber that's true. Problem. Anyway, Chris, talk to us about Titans. Yeah, should we, should, we, should we go into talking about the actual Titans now? Let's do this thing. Yeah, let's talk about Titans. Um, 
So, first off, we start with the smallest Titan in the game so far. The Warhound. Um, comes in a pair. So two in a box. Uh, two different leg poses. Um, and go away, open hyperlink window. There you go. It is a massive fan favourite. Obviously, it's the first Titan model um, GW ever did in full scale. Uh, Forge World, about 20 years ago. 20... Yeah, about 20 years ago now, yeah. they released right. the Warhound. Um, yeah, when the, when the game first came out, literally every question when they did something, Titan, when they spoke about Titanicus was, when's the Warhound coming? When's the Warhound coming? When's the Warhound coming? Yeah. Um, it's quick. It's manoeuvrable. You've got a lot of weapons because you get all four basic weapons in the box. So that's the Flamestorm Cannons, the Vulcan Megabolters, um, Laser Blasters, and um, Vulcan um, said Vulcans are the plasma blast guns. So yeah. you get all of them in the box. So again, some magnets. Don't buy nine million warhounds. Just buy some. Just buy eight and a load of magnets. That's a sensible number. But do buy nine million warhounds because they're awesome models. Well, yes. Um, uh, so yeah, it's it's quick. Uh, it's maneuverable. Lots of weapons. You can form squadrons with it, which means they get to buff each other. Um, but doesn't have a lot of um, survivability. Um, it's got quite a small reactor, um, as in it can't produce a massive amount of power safely, so um, you can overcook it quite easily. You can get um, you can get quite hot if you get into Titans. Um, the phrase "getting hot" is um, very very common. Um, they can be quite easily popped. Um, and it doesn't obviously doesn't have a lot of shields when you compare it to the big heavy titans that it um, might be going toe to toe with. Don't point it at a warlord and expect to come out best, basically. Unless you're flanking the warlord. Yeah, that's not pointing it at it though, is it? That's what I mean. You don't don't walk across the board at something big because you will die. Yeah, yeah. Hide. These are really great for flanking though. If you want to get some idea of, of what these things are like, read Titanicus by Dan Abner. It is possibly one of the best standalone models, uh, standalone books GW have ever done. It's set in the Sabbath World's Crusade, which is um, the only acceptable part of the 40k universe. Um, and it's just amazing. Um, buy it now, read it, and then buy these models. Is it, is it still in publication? Yes. Uh, yes, you can get it digitally. It um, was republished as well in paper form when um when this actual when the game Titanicus came out. In fact, yeah. in the Grand Master box there was a sample chapter. I wouldn't know there's only about three people got one of those, weren't there? Uh me and Greg got one. Oh did you? Yeah, we split one between us. Oh, but it was from the local store that uh, sort of was like, uh, yeah, 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 I'll I mean, there's all the different weapons that you can get for the Warhound as well. So, um, Forge World, Duaload, there's the uh, Grav Destructor, there's Volkite weapons, there's Ursus Claws. So, anybody who's uh, read the series will, uh, read the Heresy series will know the phrase, you know, fire the Ursus Claws. Um, there's the Netrix Shock Lance. Um, That's cool. There's the new, like I said, there's the new conversion beam weapons that are coming that look freaking cool um, but the shock part is really cool because it can actually cause your it can actually cause the titan you hit it with to shut down yep um and obviously your ursus claws are basically your um snow speeder tow cables 
mm-hmm. from uh, Empire Strikes Back. Um, and if you don't like that, then we can't be friends anymore. I'd really like to see some of these in uh, 28 mil scale as well. Oh, I want to see the um, I want to see the the conversion beamers in 28 mil scale because that well I, I kind of do and I kind of don't because that would be an expensive pre-release Saturday. Yeah, it would be. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, that's that's enough from me on on that one. Let's move Hang let's on. move up a notch in scale. Conversion beamers in every version of any game are the least useful of choices you can ever take. Have you read the rules for these ones? Do you know what? I haven't, but I'm assuming they're just as bad as every other version. of. No, they're flipping amazing. They they are pretty good. I'd like to see convert... I I think conversion beamers, if they could take them on a Warbringer, would be great, but I doubt you're going to put them on a If you imagine a warhound with that maneuverability that you can nip in and out of cover but you've got the range as well so you could play and all you could play all warhounds and you don't have to you don't have to necessarily close with everything you can actually have backline warhounds okay that's alright take your word for it I'll take your word for it have a a look at the article and um, you know strength 11 on a warhound Conversion beamer, here we go. Man looks up thing on the internet. I'll Man look up thing. I'll yeah. look it up later, Rob. Yeah, because you've got to tell us about the direwolf. I um, do, Mr. yeah. I'm going to tell you about the direwolf. Now, it's, it's only a smidge slower than the Warhound, so its move, movement in this sort of game is uh, um, different for each, uh, uh, for, for each particular model. So, for example, the Warhound... The warlord, sorry, the direwolf is seven inch slash eleven inch move because it's basically got a, a, an extra way it can move when it's got a uh, what's it called again the the orders um full stride full stride and basically you can make they can make a certain number of maneuvers uh, and the direwolf can make uh, two or four again depending on what your uh, your your orders are so it's while slower and less maneuverable than the um, than the than the warhound, that's still pretty nasty because you can really um, get it there. And it's got a better reactor, extra server to clade, so and one more critical hit on its body, so it's a bit more durable than the warhound. Um, the it's really hard to because this sort of it's a very unique model with very very unique rules. So so I'm going to go a bit deeper in probably on this and we're going to go on any other titan it's got the stalker rule which basically you get to set it up uh after everything else has been set up on the board uh it's got to be eight inches away from an enemy model and at least 50 percent obscured so behind cover and then so that basically means you can get that your weapons because it's kind of a a nemesis um uh, a titan really because that's a that's the what they call titans which are carrying large weapons and their frame would otherwise allow for um and basically it can take um yeah so it can take uh, uh so it can really take down enemy titans uh we can get it close it's got two weapons it's got the neutron laser uh, which is its unique one uh which is on the carapace so it's a 90 degree firing arc uh, it's draining so what we say when a weapon is draining is basically you have to knock your reactor across one thing so it's it's basically heating your reactor up because it's taking extra energy uh, and using too many draining enemy uh, weapons, not so good, is it? No, because you you cook yourself. 
Yeah, you basically could cook it basically it diverts power from the aircon, and if you do that too much, you fry your crew. Yeah, pretty much. So it's got a or draining you blow weapon. Your Titan up, basically. It's got a draining weapon there, but um, it's a single shot and can fire up to sixty inches with plus one to hit when in a, a thirty-inch range. And it That's also, a long range when you're playing theoretically on a four v four board. It is, and it can. Uh, it's got uh, it bypasses void shields with a bypass rule and shock, so you can roll uh, a d six after damage and can cause a shutdown on a six plus. Or if you've caused a direct devastating or critical hit, it's a three plus. So just like the uh, shock lance, it can cause someone else's titan to go into an emergency shutdown. So which is not good. No, not because you're you're stood there doing nothing, and and everybody's looking at you going, oh, that's going to be easy to kill. Yeah, so this is not a bad Titan at all. I I, I really I really need to get myself a couple uh, uh, one of these. Uh, yeah. The volcano cannon is just a volcano cannon. It's pretty much like that on the Reaver. So mm-hmm. yeah, big nasty thing. Um, have a look. There aren't any. Uh... They haven't updated any of the manipals, have they, for the direwolf? No, no, but what they did do was it's got a special rule in it that basically lets you swap out a war an optional warhound, not a compulsory warhound, uh, for a direwolf, and then it gets oh, the yeah. benefit from the rules that the um uh, that it that of the of the titan it replaced. Uh, I think Ordax is it Ordax, which uh, what the there's a. Uh, a legion that prefers these that really likes these it can swap out a reaver for them well it's not that they really like them it's just that ordax aren't allowed anything bigger than a warhound oh is it okay and this is their um well in in the law anyway they, they they were prohibited from having anything bigger than um warhounds because basically they couldn't be trusted with them um so this gets them round that and gives them a bit of extra heavy hitting, um, which they shouldn't need because they should be Ursus Claw and everything to death because that's their thing. Yeah. And so, shock lances. You know, so you know, you could take one of you could take heavy weapons in an in an Ordax list, but it'd be a little bit like taking a World Eaters heavy weapons squad. And what kind of person wants to admit they're that guy? I know, kind of guy who would uh, take a Khan and put him back into a um. Back into a land raider instead of assaulting with him. Not even I would do that. <laughs> and we know how we know how secure the seatbelts are in the vehicles that I use. Uh, let, let's not pick up my old wounds, shall we? Let's not. Uh, let's not do that. That was a long no. time ago. I, I forgot about that as well. You weren't there, my man. Count, my, my counselling had finally kicked in. I forgot all about that. Yeah, Chris I'm is PTSD. I'm feeling triggered right now. Yeah, um, Chris is hearing Huey helicopters in the background, and he's feeling like sticking an ace of spades in the top of his helmet so, webbing. Exactly. Right. But a anyway, fortunate sum playing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. Enough that madness. Uh, Reaper yeah, that, Battle I, Titans. Yeah. Who doesn't? Go on, Mister. Oh, continue it. what you're going to say. I was going to say I, I really like the uh, Direwolf. I think it's a I think it's a classy thing. It looks it looks yeah. not great, but it's fugly. The thing also with that. Um, the neutron laser it's only one shot yeah so it's, it's the AT it's, equivalent it's, of a multi-melter I will well, miss no, it, but you'll you know you'll what unless it does that shutdown 
its effect is probably going to be minimal. Mm. Um, no, that's fair. Because even if a, a direct hit, whatever, that's two notches on the uh, table, if I remember correctly. So it's um, yeah, if, if a Titan's in good nick or reasonable nick, it's you're not going to be causing anything particularly crazy. I think this is the kind of Titan that breaks open uh, armor. Yeah, you want yeah, thing, you yeah. want it to do the shutdown so it can so then everyone else can part in. One thing that people might be picking up on if they haven't pit, haven't played um, AT or researched it at all is it's not easy to kill a Titan, even a little one. And you, you can go whole games without blowing anything up. You can absolutely, even if they're on their last legs, you know, literally on their last legs. It unless you really get them over that line because you have to roll for where you damage Mm -hmm. it's not like you choose which part of the titan you damage unless you know you're doing a cold shot or whatever which then makes it more difficult to hit you roll to see where you damage so you can spread your damage around a titan yeah you might be like if i get one more hit in the legs this titan's going to fall over and that's it knackered and Murphy's Law, yep. are you ever going to hit it in the legs again? I've been there. And that's before you factor in Wally and his mates wandering around with the with the plasma torches fixing stuff, or people putting the void shield back up, so they're going, ha, ah, ping, you killed the void shield, congratulations, don't you feel big and clever? I think the thing is, uh, the, the thing I was, uh, I, I was supposed to mention earlier, but um, you, the thing is you need to plan what you're taking um, so that you've got stuff that's going to take down shields, that's going to um, that's going to um, crack open the armor because the armor is really it's really difficult to sort of get start down the process of uh, critical damage, uh, and then you've got to have something with a lot of shots to sort of finish it off. If that makes any sense, so it's like trying to make sure you've got a decent mixture of weapons in your um, in your army that's going to do all that. You see, the one thing I struggle with is that melee is is not ineffective and not pointless, but it's incredibly um, planning intensive. So I can't just run at you and punch you with a titan-sized power fist, even if I've got power fists on titans in my collection, because they're probably just there to for aesthetic purposes. I mean, you're better off running and biting with warhounds than you are trying to run up and punch with a reaver. Yeah, I want to. I, I do at some point want to run a double power fist warlord, and kind of slowly lumber up to somebody and then. But you know. wouldn't it, when you hit it with the power claw though, the, or the power fist on the warlord, um, doesn't it just knock it back? So it'd be out of melee range. Yeah, but it would look cool. It would look cool, but it's like it's the it hero. Just... It's the goddamn hero pattern war, warlord with two <laughs> power fists on it. Fair enough. Okay, cool. Shall we, shall we let Chris talk about Reavers? Yes, sorry, yeah. Sorry, I'm just having a look at the Power Claw, three dice, strength 12. So although it has got concussive, it's, you know, still going to hurt. Uh, right, okay, Reavers. Your middle-sized, oh, sorry, not, in fact, probably not even middle-sized uh, Titan these days with the Warbringer and the other chap. No, still on the small scale. 
Yeah. Uh, actually, what is so scale is a thing because you know let's, oh, yes. let's cover all of our bases. Scale of Titans is a thing. This is a so a Warhound is a scale six Titan, a Reaver is a scale eight, and a Warlord is a scale ten, and things go upwards from that crazy point there. So yeah, this is your, your middle ground. So most probably the most common Titan in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the mana pools require uh, a Reaver making an appearance in some fashion. Lupercal, I think, is only one of the exceptions. One I think of the very few exceptions. Two, I was having a quick gander through Maniples earlier on, and I could only see two. But I might be wrong. Yeah. I could only see a couple That's that it. don't require a re- have a reaver option in there. Mm, man, looks, right. man looks at Maniples. Uh, Re- Regia doesn't, and Lupercal doesn't. Uh, everything else. One Reaver, two Warhounds. Mm, Meriden's got one. Axiom's got one. Venator's got one. Yeah, Corsair, Corsair's got nothing yeah. but. Um, yeah, Regia doesn't have one. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, it's it's Lupercal and Regia that don't have the. So, you know, this is your stock and trade, uh, Jack of all trade. Mandatum doesn't uh, have one either. Ah, there we go. Okay. Three out of three out of eight three out of like of, twenty-five, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty pretty ubiquitous. There we go. That's my big word of the week. Oh yeah. Have a lie. Have a lie down later. Uh, and it can do almost all the roles. It can be a good firebase. It can, as Rob wants to, run up and punch you in the chops if required. It's got a reasonably good turn of pace. It is, it is your standard jack of all trades, master of none. You know, it's not as quick as the warhound. Doesn't take or give out as much oomph as a warlord do. But if you want um, a good spread of reasonable firepower, reavers are a good, a good place to go. And you, I'm trying to think, how many do you get? You get one per. Uh, one per box. Yep. Is it? No, yes, sir. individually boxed. Yeah. Yeah, two different boxes uh, as well. Well, yeah, you can get yeah, so thirty-seven pounds fifty from GW Prime gets your Reaver, and you can get the additional weapon sprues, um, and they rock in about seventeen, eighteen quid. So. Yeah, it gets you a melter cannon, chain fist, and some different heads as well. Yeah, yeah, depending on which one you, which one you get, and that's actually that's a. This is going to be the most scattergun approach to a topic I think we've ever covered because that's just how we roll when the manager's not here. When management is <clears throat> here, yeah. Yeah. So Titanicus is a game and probably the only game I've Really? I, I, thought it was a, I thought it was a book. Shut up. Where... Do you want me to slap him for you when I see him? Yeah, add it, add it to the list. Um, where... You can buy weapon sprues separately from the main models. Yes. Whether that's uh, because people screamed on the internet or not is it? I think it is because topic. people I screamed think it's entirely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's because people screamed. And it makes, but, but it, it it's benefited the game. Yes, it has. I, I would say because twenty. 
20 quid for, like, say, the Warlord sprue or 17.50 for the Reaver sprue, more people will have bought that than will have, than would have bought aftermarket resin, melter cannons or, um, Reaver chain fists, for example. Yeah. If I can get four four weapons for seventeen pounds for a pre existing model and it's gonna cost me upwards of thirty pounds maybe for a third party version of all of those, there's only one one option. Uh you know. If I'm if I'm not worrying about the aesthetics of things. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um So I, th- I mean that's a really good thing in Titanicus is that if you buy the whatever the box fresh warlord is these days, I don't even know. Uh, uh, so you can buy both versions. Now one's temporarily out of stock online. I'll, I'll uh, from, uh, from Element, the, the factory fresh GW warlord from Element is seventy. Yeah, so seventy. So it's actually the same price as. The oh yeah, because one, one of them is uh, one of them's direct only. So I think that's the original one with just the volcano cannons. Yeah. So for a hundred pounds, basically. You can get all the weapons for that vehicle, for that Titan, and save yourself. All the plastic all, weapons. All the plastic weapons, yes. But that is still a lot of weapons. It is. I, I might have lots of Titans. I haven't done all the weapons for them yet because that way madness lies. Yeah. Uh, there is no shortage of uh, weapon choices for these. Most of the weapons that are in the books are now available. And even some that aren't in the books are now available. Um I don't remember conversion beams being a thing in the old books. Um, no, I don't think they were. So if you, you know, if you're you're there and you're thinking, oh, where's my where's my resiny uh, resiny goodness coming from? Do not worry, Forge World will still hold your hand and whisk you through their uh, sales uh, their scheme. Don't you worry. Oh, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, gents. The um... The Plasma Warlord is available still from Element. It's not been dispatched for a couple of weeks, but it's, it's sub 60 quid. Yeah, so yeah, less than £100 you can get all the way. It's it's cheaper. Uh, let me just update my... Uh, spoiler alert. Let me just update my list from for later on. Yes, because uh, basically um, they did the whole... Um, if we uh, uh, the, the, the original Warlord and Reaver are direct only, so there's no discounts on them. But the um, yeah, the, well, I know what I'm doing. The, the 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 sort of second edition version with the Sun Fury Plasma is 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 um is available to trade at to discount. Very cool. Uh, right. So yeah, Reaver Titan. So you get a lot of choices to take it in different maniples. Maniples are really useful and really. They're important in this game. They, A, give you a structure to build your list around. I can't remember if we cover this or not. I'm slightly post. Yeah, but it's fine. So, maniples are really important. They give you a structure to play, to, to, to work with your models in, um, so that you, A, don't have to spend crazy amounts of money. You, know, you just want to start off with a... Um, I suppose it's kind of like a detachment, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it just gives you a focus, and I think that's a really good thing about it. Uh, um, so yeah, they're really important. But with the Reaver, yeah, you've got a lot of maniples you can use it in. 
but there's also a lot of weapon choices with it as well. It can take melter cannons, laser blasters, gatling blasters, volcano cannons, power fists, chain fists. It's got uh, carapace weapons as well, like the warp uh, missile, which is yeah. fairly useless, but incredibly funny. Uh, just to take for a laugh. And, yeah, thematic, and thematically, and, it just sounds amazing. I've got two yeah, of them, and they've both done, and they've never done a thing in game. Yeah, no. Um, but when you look at, when you read about it in, oh, what was the siege book? Uh, it's the Mercury they, Wall, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, they, Mortis. Mortis, yeah. Where the, is it the sinister that fires it? I can't remember. But anyway, someone fires a warp, uh, a warp missile. It sounds incredible what happens in the book. In game terms, not quite so much, but still pretty cool thing to carry around for. 10 points or whatever it is cheap as cheap as cheap as chips quickly uh what myself support rack 10 points yeah 10 hole so that's basically nothing um so you can do a lot of things with the reaver i think it's a great um starting place if you're going to start building uh allegio alv um two yeah. thumbs up <clears throat> you can get yeah, and there are plenty of forged weapons for it as well yeah, they are the the Vauxhall Astra of of. Yeah, um, I I, yeah. I would go as far as say they're the tra- Ford Transit. Literally. I was thinking I was thinking Ford Transit as well. I was, was that was my other option. Um, yeah, no, I think they're um, really useful. Yes, there are Forger weapons like the Vulcan Mega Bolter uh, that you can stick on the top as well. So mm-hmm. definitely. And you know, while we're talking we're, we're talking aftermarket, we should probably mention you know sponsors extraordinaire, like. Any weapon that you want, go talk to Johnny at Battleblink because pretty much they've got a, um, they've got something, they've got, you name it, you want it for your Titan, they've got it. That's literally their thing is, um, aftermarket Titan bits. So different, different heads, different, um, different groin plates, even if, if that's your bag, baby. Um, different weapons. I'm a big fan of the fact they've got lots of different melee weapons. So you're not just stuck with a chain fist. You can have something else and just, counts as um i'm a big fan of um but yeah yeah they've got a really decent range so awesome yeah stuff. definitely oh definitely uh, one uh, oh it's me next with the yeah warbringer nemesis the um alex brooker pattern um, this is actually Titan. my favorite uh the alex brooker pattern because it's got little arms and uh, he says that himself that's not me being mean um Comes with a quake cannon as normal, but you can get a, a volcano cannon on it. Um, quake cannon's quite interesting, slows people down, um, clues in the name. Um, it's a mahoosive gun on its back. Um, this is a, this is an artillery titan. Um, you know, th- this is all about the carapace weapon. The carapace weapon is, is ridiculous. Um, the arm weapons are Reaver class, even though the, um, Warbringer is between Reaver and Warlord in size. Um, it's pretty durable. It's got the same void shields. It's got the same number of wallies. It's got the same um, same amount of reactor space and same number of hull points as the Warlord, which it, it is bigger than it. Um, but it is a little. It is weirdly for an artillery titan. It's a bit quicker as well. Um, but you are. It's kind of limited. Um, in that um 
you've kind of you've only got the two main weapons on the top, so maneuverability is not really a priority for this Titan. Um, you can put volcano cannons on its arms. Uh, it's going to make it expensive, and it might have a decent sized reactor, but you're going to get pretty hot pretty quick. Um, melter cannon could be quite tasty, you know, just in case anything does get close, you can give it a proper punt. Um, you've got laser blasters or Gatlin blasters as well, so it, it's not something that's going to bring down void shields at range. Um, it's going to need some help to do that, you know, Q warhounds or warlords with lots of Gatlin. Um, Michael says he prefers the Quake Cannon because um, it's got the, the Quake and Concussive traits, um, which means that it slows other stuff down, which is handy. With I find it helps you control that. The control it helps you control the board a bit more. Yeah, if you, like it lets you impact your opponent's movement phase, and if movement the movement phase is the most important phase, then if you can impact your opponent's one, then that's that's good. Um. You know, obviously you've got the warlord level bellicosa volcano cannon that you could put on there, um, which hits like a concrete donkey, but might be a bit might be a bit overkill. And you've yeah. got other th- you've got other things that can bring that to bear maybe a bit better. Yeah, the the, the bellicosa volcano cannon. I think unless you're going a, a castus knights or warlords, tends to to be a bit overkill in most situations. Yeah. Madness, utter madness. I mean, yeah. In 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 Princeps Chris's world, there is no such thing as overkill. I I uh, I have a Warbringer. The only thing it has on the top is a Bellicosa. Because it's it's purely a vehicle to get another Bellicosa on the field. Pretty much. Fair enough. That's exactly how how I roll with it. Yeah, I, I. as soon as I bought it, uh, the Bellicosa, I bought it when the Bellicosa came out, and the Quake Cannon I'm, is still on sprue in the box. Uh, the Bellicosa sits there proudly, waiting to be, waiting to be fed. Uh, hot, hot. The Quake, the Quake, the Quake Cannon's cool. It's it's like it's basically a revolver that's the size of an, the size of a multi-story block of flats. Yeah, but why am I bringing a revolver when, you know, I could bring a plasma pistol? Well, there is that. Depends what, you know, depends what you've got in the uh, in the revolver. To go back to a previous thing, you know, you, you wouldn't tell Hellboy not to bring the Samaritan, would you? Again, it's, again it's the great thing about this game. Horses is because, horses. Yeah, exactly. There's so much you can do with pretty much everything in this game that, that you've got a lot more options. Just I don't think... There's one, um, this is the best build ever, if that makes any I'm, sense. I'm sure there is somewhere in the dark reaches of the oh, internet. Oh, probably. This is this is net list hell. But I, I think it's a community thing that it hasn't really gotten to that, become that kind of a game. I don't, I think because... I've, Although there are tournaments, I don't know. If the, I don't know how competitive, like driven those tournaments are. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the big book. Well, the the the, for, the formerly the biggest boy, the Warlord Battle Titan. So comes in a pack as either two volcano cannons or plasma annihilator and power claw. Um, 
absolute immense firepower, uh, lumbering slow giants that can literally dominate the battlefield, uh, powerful reactor, four service clades, very strong shields. They do tend to stick around for a bit, although when they do go, they go. And if you don't mind not having many friends, you can take three of them in one mana pool. Oh yeah, you can. But no, don't do don't do that. That that would be bad. Um, <laughs> uh, Matt Wardsmith just turned off. The issue they have is that they're slow, so they're easily outflanked by knights and warhounds. So I would say this is just me personally. I think you want to keep them a bit further back, long range support titans. But run at people and punch things. People and punch things. They're just not quick enough. <laughs> um, they've got people and punch things. They've got a great range of uh, uh, range weapons available to them. Uh, the volcano cannons and plasma annihilators are the only ones in plastic, along with the uh, power claw. Um, but you can get the Mori Quake Cannon, Macro Gatling Blaster, Graviton Ruinator, love that name, and Volkite Destructor from Forge World. And or equivalents from Battlebling. Yep, and carapace weapons. You've got apocalypse missile launchers and laser blasters in plastic, but Gatling blasters, turbo laser destructors, and mega Vulcan mega bolters from Forge World or again Battlebling uh, equivalent. Um, I don't see why anybody would go Vulcan mega bolters on a warlord. It's like literally you buy a Challenger two and then you put a, you put an air rifle on the top of it. Strip shields. Mr. B, yeah, yeah, Mr. B has it, has it there. It's 12 shots. Um, Gatlings are, are slightly are about the same, but they are 10 points cheaper. I yeah. personally, I, I mean, I've tried it, and it was actually a really good Titan. Um, all Gatling. Two Gatling bla- macro Gatling blasters and Gatling yeah. blaster um, carapace weapons, and it was hilarious. Yeah, it's I wrote an extremist list once that was literally yeah. just three of them. Yeah, it's strip shields. Then, um, then my uh, um, reavers with their volcano cannons cracked them open, and then the Gatling blasters finished them off. It was really quite good, um, but it was a bit useless um, during the middle when the shields were down. That would look goddamn cool though. It does look cool. Three warlords with all Gatlins just be like, excuse me, let me just bring my wheelie bin full of dice. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so it's got a good choice of weapons. It represents a toolkit. You can really customize it to take on most threats and fill a variety of roles. Again, it's kind of like uh, the Reaver in that it's a jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none. If this, this, this is this is why magnets are your friends, people. Yeah, of course, magnets are your friends. Buy one chassis or, or four, and lots of magnets. Is that how many you've got? Well, including the including the the spooky goth boy, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll okay. get to this. We'll get to this spooky goth boy in a minute. But yeah, no, I mean. I think this is the 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 Warhammer the the Titan that everybody started with because this is what came in the Grandmaster set. It was the only one that was available for absolutely forever. The model is just incredible. Yeah. I don't More care if it's best. five years old. Like like it, these, it's, it's, it's gorgeous. It's still one of the best models in Games Workshop's range. You know, don't put the legs the, on backwards. Read the read the instructions, people. Um. So, so look at the uh, the GW picture where it's got its weapons pointed in funny angles. Yeah. That always puts me off looking at that picture. Yeah. Uh, Which one's that one? The the volcano cannon one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, where he's got them sort of spread out. Spread out. 
wonky. Yeah, thing. I'm not look a big at, fan of the the, um, the Warbringer one. one, and just go, yeah, that is the sexiest thing alive. <sighs> That's a really nice model. Uh, okay, so what what about the um, the spooky boy then, Chris? So there are uh, how many of these are there in total? Eight. I think, Twenty. In 20. 20. The Emperor took 20 and only managed to make 20, uh, 25, and he only managed to make 20. Yeah. This is the Warlord Sinister Psych item. Uh, it's a. Oh, that bruddy thing, as, as yeah, I prefer to call it. Yeah. It's, um, it's a resin upgrade for the plastic kit. You get a different head, you get a different side weapon. The uh, there is a different carapace as well. The, yeah, the carapace is different, and the bits that go on the um, power chamber at the back are different. And it has the um, oh, come on, brain. Too, my brain's gone frazzled. But it's got a whole psychic uh, protector projector yeah. thing that goes at the top as well. The, uh, um, the, the necro necronomic and technica the thing something it, it, read the read the fluff in book seven because there's one there was one at Prospero and it is grim like the yeah. the way these things work is is one of the grim darkest things in the grim dark I think but it is super cool it, uh, is it is it mortis where they eject the Spence ones that, no that's book seven. There's, there's basically psychers in in lead caskets that get burnt out. You're powering the weapons and they're yeah, just studded all, all over the carapace. Um, and basically, I when they die, they, they, it just gets ejected and another one gets loaded in like a magazine. Yeah, I think it was uh, in um, actual uh, in Mortis where they just described that happening. It is it is bleak, but at the same time, super yeah. Cool. <clears throat> this is this is the Imperium at its absolute bleakest. It's like, what, uh, what's the cheapest thing? People, right? Yeah. Psychic people. Yeah. Or Even more. As many so. of them as we can. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, twenty of these in the entire galaxy. So don't expect to see a whole load of them. Uh, they are an auxiliary <laughs> titans. So they don't actually fit. They don't actually work in a maniple. You take a mana pool and then you get this chappy that operates independently from that mana pool. Doesn't get any of the benefits. They're basically Uh, an allied detachment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but you can Uh, only take one per mana pool. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, he is the most expensive of the warlord frames. I suppose the best way to phrase it. Uh, It has uh, an incredible weapon, which is the Sinistramatus Tenebre. Uh, Glad you pronounced that. The left hand of darkness that again, going, going going back to Hellboy again. That that yeah. goddamn thing is what I'm going to call God it. That's Honestly, not how you described okay. it earlier, Michael. No, I, 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 I would share I with the class what you called it earlier. Absolutely not. Okay. But the language was not was not PG. Was not was, was 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 not Squidward standard. No, it was. It, I hate that freaking gun. Sorry. <laughs> Every time I play Titanicus. My usual opponent takes one, and I'm like, oh. I don't know what's happened to Mr. Yeah. B tonight. He's like, he's, he's, he's like, like I don't know if it's Graham's calming influence isn't working on him because he seems to be angry. I, I just hate, I, I hate this model. I, I just hate this model. It, it's weird. Me and you seem to be quite calm, Chris, and Mr. B is angry. 
Uh, no, I'm perfectly calm. I is, just, this the end, is this the end times? I just hate this model. But I don't like I hate the model. I think the model is... Edge of Empire 2.0 is on its way. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> what what, 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 what was angry is calm. What was calm is angry. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We're going to rewrite the entire law from this point onwards. Yeah. It's going to be called Age of Empire. And, uh, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and work in a bookshop with an Irish alcoholic and a woman next door selling tat. Absolutely. That sounds about right. I'll be hmm. the, uh, I'll become an alcoholic just so we can, just so we continue the fun together. Make him a um, sandwich right. with a pickle. Uh, so yeah, so this from Debray, three shots, strength 10, ignores shields, and it is absolutely awesome. Uh, it's also, it doesn't do orders. So all the other titans have certain orders that they can take in that, in a certain phase. It has psychic powers. Hell's yeah. Giant psychic robot. Functionally, they operate the same as orders, but they are slightly different and slightly cooler. Uh, Slightly cooler. Okay, well, yeah. I I don't want to sell it too much. I don't want to get Mr. B so angry that he, you know, hits one of the Polish removal men. Uh, I don't want him to become George Patton. Uh, no, so Necrotechia, so it can uh, make its repair rolls better. Death Pulse is a bit average. Quickening is the one that most people will take. Gives you a Scottish uh, accent, a silly hat with lots of feathers in it, and uh, a really, really, well, you know, it will do that. Sequel. But also, it'll mean you move at your boosted speed and can fire one of your weapons. Uh, when you use it, yeah, and then you can always fire again later. So you know, but it can't use this Tenebre when it does that. No. Uh, and Antipathic Tempest and Shutdown, which are also there but not quite as worth using. No. Um, uh, I I think as as a model, the Warlord itself is good. As a model, this is possibly my favorite model in the range more than the two big lads yet to come mm-hmm. i mean i i went down the battle bling route with mine on a plastic chassis um there are things with the gw1 i'm not a massive fan of um the the thing on the back um i'm yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm good um I pass pass on that it seems a bit stuck on um but yeah, it it the, like it's got no face. Yeah, like you know, it it it's it's all black, it's all goth, and it's got no face. Yeah, My, yeah. it looks a bit like My a one. giant thalax. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's got that same kind of. Yeah, that's I mean, that's, it, they, yeah. they did their face in that that bronzish scheme. So mine color shifts from blue to purple. It's in its torso color and has a purely silver face. Mm-hmm. Mine is black um, and highlighted with a little bit of blue. I went full on cure with mine and just went black. I yeah, it's super cool. Uh, if I can fit it into a list, I will always fit it into a list. A because if nothing else is standing, this will still give you a chance in any game. It will do all the heavy lifting. Yeah, yeah, I've I've used mine and done a 
fair old chunk of it damaged with just that one before anything else did anything. So yeah, super cool. It's expensive points wise, and uh, once Vlad and uh, uh, his mate have moved out of Mr. B's lounge, we'll move on to the Warmaster yeah. Heavy Battle Time. Yeah, I can see the um, the tin of WD40 I sent him hasn't arrived. <laughs> Sorry. I'll have to move up to for some more um, industrial grade lubricants. <sighs> Looks like I'm going on some weird parts of the internet again. Right, okay. Uh, so um, after the Warlord, we get to the Warmaster Heavy Battle Titan. Uh, heavy being the uh, optimum word. Um, previously, the Warlord was the biggest boy on the block, and then somebody thought, no, 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 no. Hold my plasma reactor um and they released the Warmaster, which is probably half again as big it's, uh, uh, it's pretty big it's a big boy it's a big boy or girl um two versions of it one with two suzerain class plasma destructors and each one of these is bigger than a warhound's torso that's each weapon. Yeah. Not to mention yeah, the fact you... that it's got armpit guns, it's got shoulder guns, it's got just <clears throat> above its head kind of almost spaniel ear guns. This, th- this thing literally has guns all over the place. It's bonkers. Um, and the aircraft guns all over it, like they're, they're, they're literally, sounds a bit 40k in the kind of let's put more guns on it, but they're kind it's of, it's got a ludicrous amount of guns. It has got a ludicrous amount of guns. You can only take one per maniple. Again, it's an auxiliary titan. Um, but the cheapest you can make one is over a thousand points. So you ain't, you know, unless you're some kind of mentalist, you're never playing more than one. Um, uh, yeah, I don't even want to think about how complicated one of these would be to manage. Um, I wouldn't say they were a titan to go for. Like, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get into this game. Let me buy a Warmaster straight away. <laughs> you, you, you're not. They're not massively complicated to manage. They, Are they not? Because uh, they do one thing, and that is shoot. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Well, well, one of they're them not... does one thing that, and that's well, shoot. Yeah. They're they're, they're pretty easy to keep track of, although there's a lot of uh, gunfire coming out of it. It doesn't... I've never found it more difficult to use than any of the others. Fair enough. There's also the Iconoclast version, which is, which is I think, was designed specifically with me in mind, because um, it doesn't have big guns on its arms. It's got basically a power fist with a giant grav imploded gun thing heart of a neutron star in the middle of its fist and a chain sword that I worked out in scale that is longer than my street yeah like like the it, it, like bonkers like like yeah. ridiculous like yeah like the tooth on each like each tooth on a chainsaw in scale is about the height of a marine like it's oh. just it, it it's Not ridiculous sorry. but in the best possible way mm-hmm. i mean it's not quick like literally even even i could outrun one of these things 
Um, you know, I think Douglas Bader could outrun one of these things, even now. But, um, yeah, There's, it looks I mean, super-duper cool. It, it is. It looks super-duper cool. The only thing is, it's very slow. It's only got a four-inch movement. Mm-hmm. And it's none of its weapons are of any particular range. No. You're having to get up close and personal, and it's not fast. It's not, yeah. It's you can maneuver around it. Uh, I was the only thing. Yeah, my thought is obviously because it's weapons, melee weapons. Like that thing is gonna be is gonna like absolutely monster a knight, for example. Like without even thinking about it. But but, for a thousand, but for a thousand odd points, how many knights do you get? The thing is, though, any of the titans can... Knights are not difficult to kill. No. They are easier to kill than an Imperial Guardsman. But they, mm-hmm. but they hit Apparently. disproportionately hard in combat, though, don't they? They... Depending they on what they are, yeah. They can... If the Serastus ones and things like that, they can... So you've got lan- you know, Lancers and whatnot. Lancers. And yeah, yeah. The Ac- they, Acherons they, can hit quite hard as well, can't they? Um, uh... With yeah. the chip, with the chainsawdy ones. But um, if you're putting this against knights, you're spending a, you're overplaying your hand. Is <laughs> you want this to smashing warlords, reavers? You want this to be doing what it's built to do? It it's like putting a 28 mil knight. Against an Imperial Guard squad, or a, mm. or a tact, or a tactical Marine squad, that's the kind of kind of com- I'm just wondering whether like a thou- like 1,100 points of knights, how that would do against one of these though. In that you could go um, wherever you want, and I'm talking combat because how many knights? Yeah, how yeah. many knights would a, would a thou- You know, you you go in, you do some damage, you get flattened. Right, next lot going. You'd have to take a very World War One approach of kind of right. Wave one are all dead. Right, send in wave two. Wave two are all dead. Right, send in wave three. Wave three are all dead. Right, fine. Send mm. in wave four. Continue ad infant. Well, not ad infinitum, but basically, which dies first? So uh, that would be an interesting theoretical scenario. It's it, it's a it's a hell of a thing though, isn't it? It's a beautiful model. Oh beautiful. yeah, yeah. Really nice, really nice kit to build. Um, I have one of these. I have the Pugnus Potestatis, the Fist of Power. Don't know where I might have got the idea for that. Um, <laughs> it has uh, has special um void shield generators, does mine in the shape of a Marshall four B twelve um amplifier as well. Um. She's one of the two titans I have left on the painting bench, but they're um they're on pause for another month. Mm. Um, just having a look on the same page, actually, that Titanicus Manufactorum Imperialis, forty quid. Um, looks like quite a lot in the picture, but you've not, but it's not got a titan next to it for a sense of scale of to how much it is. There's mm. a very Empire Strikes Back looking power generator there. I feel like I'm looking at it from an at-at. Um, mm, mm, mm. Again, damage the damage uh, um, come on brain 
damage iconoclast, you need a str- uh, strength 13. Ah. Um, yeah. Right, oh. So it's pretty much impervious to a lot of stuff. To, to a lot of knights, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that. That's that plan um, out the window. Um, yeah, that's that's be... why. Yeah, it's just not. Um... Not not something that you could actually even theorise because you just can't do it within the current scope of the rules. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, they're, I mean they're not cheap. They're about hundred quid. Um, the iconoclast weirdly quite often is on sale at Element. Um, I know mine was um, quite a bit cheaper than a normal um, Warmaster. Um, in fact, I ordered mine from Element Games in Nottingham while sat in Bookman's. I rang them up and asked if they had one and then went and got it on the tram, um, which uh, got me a few raised eyebrows from a few people that were sat having the dinner at the table behind. <laughs> But um, but hey ho, um, so yeah, they, that, that, that's all of them at the moment. They they are incredibly cool. The Warmaster and the Iconoclast, and it's worth bearing in mind that if you're starting from scratch and you think, oh, can I take the weapons from the Iconoclast and put them on the Warmaster and mix and match? No, no, they are two separate titans. Mm. They are like a sinister and a normal warlord. They they have the same chassis but they are separate entities in every other way, which is a shame because one of those plasma guns and one of those fists would make the war master just an absolute monster. But I imagine that's, that's why it doesn't. <laughs> I think they've probably done it to stop it becoming an auto include. It'd be like, what have you, what, what have you got in your list? Oh, well, I've got the bare minimum number of warhounds I have to have. And then I've got a sinister and a icon and a war master with one plasma and a choppy chop. And that's all anybody would take. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Don't know if. I mean, the command terminal for this thing's about the size of a school blackboard. Yeah, it's twice twice the size of a normal command terminal. But it has um, it's got some cool things as well. It's got a reactor system, like a reactor system that can do different cool things depending on Mm -hmm. which version it is. Uh, And quickly looks up thing on app. Um, so you can, yeah, super coolant in the Warmaster version. Yeah. Um, so it can vent plasma on a two bus because this thing will will overheat because of those um, plasma destructors. Yeah, they are, they are many, many heats. They are many, many heats. These things get hotter than a McDonald's apple pie, folks. <laughs> Hot McDonald's coffee. I wouldn't know. Don't drink it. Ah, just you know the thing that. Means I don't eat McDonald's McDonald's apple pie either. I just know that they're pretty much the 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 warmest thing um, in the known universe. Yeah, pretty much. They're using them for uh, fishing, I believe. That's what they're using to jumpstart the uh, fishing program. Is. Yeah, I mean, you'd think that probably, you know, for for running steam turbines, like why why do we need to like burn fossil fuels or anything? Just like have a big tank of water, drop a McDonald's apple pie in it, tap the steam, and literally power the universe forever. Yeah. That's it. There you go. I think I've just I think I just solved the global energy crisis. You have. You'll be disappeared in about ten minutes' time by some men in black vans. Yeah, yeah. Putin will be like, no, we need to keep Nord Stream open. Nah, screw you, Vlad. No, no. It'll be someone from the Middle East uh, stopping you 
because you'll have basically made oil. Uh, yeah, they they won't come from the Middle East though. They've just got to come down the A19 from Newcastle and chop my hands off and put me in a suitcase. It's like they do with everybody else who says something they don't like. Absolutely correct. I bet that bit gets edited out. <laughs> censorship, Rob. That's what that would be. That would be proving the point. Yeah, censorship. Of, and surely this classes as journalism as well. So what? What? Are you, what's it going to be, Mister Mister B? Are you going to Khashoggi me or what? Well, I, I, I suppose I am a Newcastle fan, so you know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, um, there was that thing when they bought, you know, like you know how and you know, watch out, nobody wants to play in golf in Newcastle because you make a mistake and you get your hands chopped off. <laughs> yep, uh, anyway, okay, so that's pretty much the Titans covered. So mm-hmm. we'll have to come back and do Knights at some point because they're a whole nother. They're a whole different kettle of seafood of your choice. 0.6.7981.29. A Thursday, just after tea time, is raining in the depths of the Imperial Palace. Malkador, the time has come to set forth into the galaxy with all the armies of man behind me to reclaim the galaxy and bring to it illumination from old night. Very well, my lord. I shall marshal the legions immediately. Uh, yeah, um, excuse me, sorry. Um, if it's illumination you're after, can, um, can I suggest the, uh, Daylight Company? They do the best desk-mounted hobby lights for all hobbies, including Galactic Conquest. Sounds very promising. And it would save a whole heap of trouble, my master. Oh, uh, all right then, um, cancel the crusade and get me one of these loomy lamps. Immediately. Daylight Company, bringing illumination to a galaxy near you. Yeah. So do we want to quickly have a chat about how, how we approach painting titans? Use a brush. Or an airbrush. Build the okay. skeleton first. Paint the skeleton, paint the armor panels separate, stick the armor panels on after. Done. I think that is pretty much it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fa- they're fairly easy models to paint, aren't they? Yeah, they're, because they're so well engineered, you can paint the you can paint the armor panels while they're still on the sprue, because all the contact points are in the trim. Mm-hmm. So you, when you trim it off, and, and, and that that's the thing though, if you don't like painting trim, don't play yeah. Titanicus. It's just hell, hell on earth. There is a reason there is a hashtag trim hell on. Unless you do what I do and paint your trim the same colour as your your, your skeleton and then you just dry brush it. But then what do you do about the panel? Oh, the panel I do. Or liquid mask, yeah. Yeah, liquid mask. I'm going to go with Chris's go with liquid latex mask because it, you know, you get to play with latex. Uh, What's the humble one? Mask on. First-hand experience. Yeah, it's great no, stuff. It's... There, there was a thing where um, a lot of people as well were using um, Sharpie markers for the trim. Yes, I've seen that, yeah. I don't know how... Um, what, how do we call it? I don't know how sturdy it is. Um, you'd probably need to um, gloss varnish it at the very least. But mm. I don't know how the varnish might react to it. Um, a brush pen might make it easier. 
um, potentially. Um, I don't mind. I've, I'm, I'm kind of weird. I find doing trim kind of therapeutic because it's kind of mindless and mindful at the same time, which might just say something about me. Uh, oh, bless you. You know, there's... Um, uh, I, I'm the kind of person that, you know, I, I've I got meningitis. I'd, I'd have enough of a brain to be able to catch it, but not enough of a one for it to kill me. Um, so I, I kind of quite like the quite like doing trim i find it fairly fairly therapy i mean i've had plenty of bloody practice at it by now um but um just bear that in mind mm. people um there are there is one type of titan that isn't in that list as well which people don't think we'll ever be in the list from GW. Oh, yeah, the Empowerful. We, we were very kindly um, given a interpretation of what that may be by our friends at Battlebling, which I think is back on sale again now, or will be at some point, and that's the Warbreaker. Yeah, how, um, how, many, how, how many printers did they need to make that? Uh, each one took 24 hours of the entire company's production facility at the time. I don't know whether they've, um, but each one took 24 hours with every printer they've got running simultaneously. Big boy. Uh, it's bigger than a 40k Warhound. Because I've, stu- I've stood mine next to it, I've stood them next to each other, and the Warbreaker is three and a half inches taller than a 40k Warhound. Mm. It doesn't have the bulk. Doesn't have a, doesn't have the bulk in the in the body, but it's huge. Yeah. Um, and they did write rules for it that they based on the Warmaster. Um, looking at it compared to a Warmaster, because it's literally four times the size of a Warmaster, even. Um, you would think that they would have toned that, you know, dialed that up. Um, but um, speaking to Johnny about it, they did that deliberately in. Um, in conjunction with the with the boys at the Maximal Fire podcast, and they did it to make it actually playable. Because if it was like twenty thousand points, and basically looked at everything and went, "You're in my line of sight, so you're dead," without me even ruling, without me rolling any dice, it's a non it's a non event for anybody who doesn't have one. And and nobody likes Money Hammer, where the person who can put more money into their event, into their list, wins. Because um, if that's what we were into, then we'd play version one of X-Wing. <laughs> yep. Uh, oh, Chris has um, walked away from his microphone again, it would seem. Uh, me and my... I, I was getting really bad crackling in my ears from my mic for some reason, so I've had to change some things around. So. Ah, right, okay. Uh, are you sure it wasn't just me talking? No, no, no. It was like uh, someone had bubble wrap in each of my ears. Oh, God. Oh, it's not good. Yeah, not good. Um, there's loads of good tutorials about painting painting these things on the uh, um, on online. I do think because of the way that they're built, they lend themselves well to... How do I put this? You don't need to be rich grey to make these things look mint. Mm. No, I mean, you really don't because you, you, you'd like spray the chassis black, dry brush it a couple of times, paint your panels in 
um, blue, white, and a red head, because then you're doing Legio Orthodox, which is the correct Legion. Uh, correct Legio, and then do your trim, sure. stick it on, Legio job dis- done. Disco disapproves that message. Le- 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 yeah, your, your, Le- your Legio Disco are um, loud. Is that acceptable? Um, yeah, there's no, not going to hurt my feelings, so don't you worry. I yeah, no, know you know are. that there's, to show my age, there's the, when the um, Beavis and Butthead film came out in the mid to late nineties. There's a trip. When's the next se- one out? Uh, not long, I don't think. But there's a there's a there's a there's a trip there's a trip sequence in that that was animated by Rob Zombie. Gotcha. And, oh, yes, I remember that. Yeah, and great. That's pretty. That pretty much looks like your Titan Legion. You know, and I mean are... that as a compliment. Oh, thanks. They are, they are there to be noticed. They're, they're, they're not going to. Um, I think they should get minuses to cover. Cover's not even a thing. Like, like you know, you might <laughs> be stood behind. You might be stood behind a building, but we know exactly where Legio Disco are because we can hear yeah. them. You know, we can we can see the glitter balls. Sly like, and the family stone busting out. Do you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I am I am waiting for you to to model a massive pair of platforms um, on. Um, as soon as I can work out how to make them sequently, I'm going to make them sequently. <laughs> the, like, Beavis, the the second Beavis and Butthead film is out now on Paramount Plus. Uh huh. Um, yeah. If, anybody who wants to know what Chris's uh, Leecho is like, um, just Google Bootsy Collins. And yeah, then, oh, yeah, yeah. And then, um, you know, but basically, Bootsy, Google Bootsy Collins, and then in another window, Google RuPaul. <laughs> early, early RuPaul, I, I, not, I, not, I, not, I, not, not old and ironed RuPaul, but early RuPaul, and then just put the two, just overlay the two in whatever graphic software that you you have access to, crossed with haircuts from Jackie Brown. And, and that's what they that's look, what I'm, mine mine look pretty disco in normal light. If you put them under a black light, they look even more disco because all of those paints are UV. Yeah, you put them under UV light, they look like a teenager's bedroom. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Like, like yeah, Love. like anybody who watched the Starskin Hutch remake who saw Snoop Dogg as Huggy Bear, that's low key. Compared to Legio Disco, uh, yeah, Disco, silence you. There is not, there is nothing grim or dark about Legio Disco. Here's the cool thing about Titanicus. I'm going to swerve this away from. Actually, I'm going to use. So, there are defined legions. There are, and there are defined paint schemes for those legions. And if you want to be boring like these two mugs, uh, then do that. Go for it. But because you can build your own legions, which you can't really do so much in our main game. You know, nope. you can't really build. I mean, people do, but there isn't necessarily the available scope to do it quite so much. Yeah, there is two and two and a, they can't open the door to two and eleven because otherwise it would just get yeah. messy. Yeah. So you can create your own legion and you can have a load of fun. And there are so many flat surfaces on these on these models that you can do cool things with. And there are so many cool versions of all of the Titans out there with incredible artwork. But you have a lot of you can give yourself a lot of freedom to do really cool things. 
if you want to stick to the to the the standards, go for it. it it's you know there is there is nothing wrong with that. I didn't want to do that because when I got the last reading, it's like more exuberant and creative at the time. Uh, my sinister is the entire exact opposite of them. It colour shifts, but it is a very dark. Uh, yeah. uh, when they're together, he looks like he is absorbing all of the light, which is what I wanted him to do. Mm-hmm. And if so, look at the models, and if you think I want to do X with it paint-wise, then just do it. There isn't, yeah. there is so much more freedom in Titanicus to create your and that's, style. That's, and that's before we even talk about demonically corrupted Titans, where you could just go absolutely bananas yeah. <coughs> exactly especially with like the new demon stuff coming out for 40k yeah probably gonna be a lot of cool things that you can steal from those kits yeah i know people that have used uh bloodthirster parts from the plastic bloodthirsters into things who's that who's that new skinny demon youth that's that's kicking about in um 40k that the lion's about to have a barney with I don't know. uh oh um oh what's his name Oh, I'm, I'm damn guess, it. I'm, I'm guessing this I isn't going to be out by three o'clock tomorrow morning, so that's not a spoiler. I'm guessing it's not Samus, because that's the only demon. Not no, it's what's his face with the mechanic. Uh, Varak, Varak, Vashtor. Yeah, that's the one. The, 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 the new skinny demon dude who looks like he was made by the Mechanicum. Uh, Vashtor. Well, no, he's he's a, he's a weird one. He's um, Vashtor. That's it, Vashtor. He is um, he's the manifestation of developments in technology and bioengineering. So all the stuff that the that the, the the chaos are doing with making demons engines and all the stuff that Crawl is doing with uh, Primaris has caused him to manifest as a sort of separate demonic entity within the warp. So uh, a oh, bit like Slanesh was. Slanesh was, uh, um, you know, caused by the elves doing sexy things. Hell yeah. Um, he's well, sort of that. Well done, he, Eldar. Yeah, he's the, um, he's sort of like the, the, the mechanic and sort of equivalent of, the, of them being all, you know, innovating. I've said it, I've said it once a hundred times, Primaris Marines, nothing but trouble. <laughs> anyway, yes no i i think i did say i sent you guys the video that that, that from the tweet that uh gw put up and it was like is that that's if i'm not trolling i'm i'm gonna be I, I, I didn't play it with sound i really hope there was i really hope there was like andy Hoare in the background going a wind a wind a wind no no there's sort of like some dramatic music a, a lion sleeping an alarm clock and Amber style music yeah and this is where you need the design studio people in the background going, a wind a wind a wind a wind That would be cool. That would be cool. But yeah, it's going to be the line, isn't it? That's... Anyway. But will you have the plastic Thunderhawk? Um, I heard he's riding on it, like standing yep. on top of it. Yep, yep. Anyway. Right. Okay, cool. Shall we uh, move on to our list challenge?
Right, now we've kind of meandered and rambled our way through uh, sort of Titanicus and forgotten about 58 million different things. Including there are... Yeah. Go on. I was going to say there are five five maniples that don't have to take a reaver. I had a look because somebody else will have done. Oh, five. Okay. And I look forward to reading those Facebook comments and laughing my head off. Uh, mm-hmm. While I drink something alcoholic and refreshing, and it's uh, just a quick uh, look. I just what, 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 what are you oh, drinking? I'm, at, I'm not knocking you, Mister B. I'm what are you drinking? You at, what are you drinking at the moment? Currently, I'm mm-hmm. drinking a hot cup of tea. Right. I'm, I'm on the so, cognac because I, I, I figured that there's a certain aristocracy with it that, that a Titan princeps would probably share. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't disagree with that idea. I, I do some Jameson's I, I in here, but I'm not sure where I put it. I do have my Metallica whiskey behind me, so if I was doing Ooh. EJ Metallica, I would drink that, but also I'm in no for state currently to enjoy that drink. I'm, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, just... I'm on the Covoisier. here. Beautiful. So, let's do... Oh, I found uh, a Bushmills. Uh, Titanicus list. Now, obviously, because uh, Captain Battery's not included, isn't here, mm-hmm. this is purely a friendly version of the... This challenge just this this will not count towards the scores because otherwise he will never shut up about the year that he was one short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so while uh, while he's getting his double D's uh, reinserted, Mm -hmm. interpret that as you will. Um, Not not necessarily into his chest cavity either. uh, Let's get things rolling. I'm gonna go first because I can. The tyranny of power uh, is, is right here. So I have gone with my own Legio, Legio, Legio Lucidem. Uh, Lightbringers? Uh, yeah, that's the guys. The, uh, so they have some Legio traits. They have a plus two to first fire and spitfire command rolls. They can swap a warlord for anything and they have plasma rifling as an option um, for 25 points. Plasma rifling means that if they want to, they can push their reactor and weapons with either laser or plasma in the title uh, can have their range adjusted by six inches. Right, yeah. So that's where naming something has nothing to do with physics, because why would you rifle something when you have a non, when you have a plasma um, rather than a solid projectile? Look, I don't write the thing. Someone else did. I'm just using it to the best of my abilities. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I have two manables in my list. Uh, because I'm a cheeky, 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 cheeky monkey. Mm-hmm. So my first one is a Corsair Maniple. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have swapped out one of the Reavers for a Warlord, because the Maniple, when they swap a Titan out, they only get to use the ability from the Maniple in situations where it doesn't specify a Titan type. Mm-hmm. So... With Corsair, it doesn't say Reaver Titans. He says hurriedly checking to make sure this is still accurate up to the day in which it's recorded. Yes, so if it said the Reaver Titans can move blah, 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 the Warlord wouldn't be able to do it. 
But because it says Titans in this mana pool can choose to move outside of their forward arc at their full movement rather than having to use two inches of movement for every one inch moved. Uh, Titans may not use their boost speed when moving outside of their front arc. So I gives my Warlord the ability to shuffle left and right as well as the Reavers. Dead useful. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. And falls entirely within the rules of the ability to swap out the Warlord. It's got the What's Italian Army gearbox in it, basically, so it can go backwards much. as fast as it can backwards, go forward. Exactly, left and right. Gives you a lot more freedom. And that's the thing to also bear in mind in this game. Going backwards uh, is... Not always pain. a backwards thing to do. Yeah, and also it's a real pain because it absorbs twice as much uh, movement as it would be to go forwards. It can really... You know, you, you might want to, and you're not going to go back as far as you want. Whereas, yeah, like a warlord can't go backwards the width of its own base. Yeah, exactly. So, which is one of the reasons why I took this, um, why I take this mana pool with this this mix up. So, a couple of reavers as well. One with the Gatling uh, cannon, uh, one with the chain fist, and uh, turbo laser destroyer on the top. Doesn't have uh, plasma rifling on that particular uh, reaver. The second one has the warp missile because, for giggles, has a laser blaster and it also has a melter fist. Uh, a melter cannon, sorry. Not a melter fist. So, between the two of them, uh, uh, the Gatling from the reaver can just, you know, volume of fire, shred shields. The chain fist is there for when it needs to act as a bouncer for someone. But there's enough precision shooting um, as well between the two. And as I said, the, the warp missile is there just for just because I like it, mm-hmm. basically. Um, also a good war- song by Chains Addiction, just because. Just because. So my Warlord, it has the... So it has one Sunfire... Uh, sorry, Sun Fury plasma weapon. It has a Morai Quake cannon on the uh, other arm. It has paired Gatling cannons. <clears throat> it has uh, tracking, tracking gyroscopes. So that means that its uh, carapace weapons don't fire down the corridor. They fire in the full front arc of the Titan. And that's another thing that we probably should have covered at some point, is that fire arcs are quite important in this game, and they are very strict um, about how they operate. Mm-hmm. So normally carapace weapons uh, uh, fire in a straight block out from the torso of the vehicle. There is no angle to it whatsoever. So if you're not in that arc, nothing can happen. 25 points away tracking gyroscopes, and then you get that extra bit of freedom. <clears throat> so, tracking gyroscopes for my Gatlings, as we said earlier, Gatling weapons, really good for shredding shields. Sun Fury and the Plasma are there to pack a punch, and Sun Fury with an extra D6 inch, an extra 6 inches, sorry. Oh, God, my voice is on its way out. I can feel it going as I talk. <laughs> um, 24 inches normally so i can push that to 38 inches uh four shots strength four shots strength eight so it's really good 
at that kind of it's a, it's a good medium range uh sort of long well yeah medium to longish range um weapon that does a, a reasonable amount of fire i think it's two of them i did think about it but that 45 points a pop um it's just not not economically uh worth it when i can take a more quake cannon which has got double the range although it's only one dice it does have the quake um ability and also oh that's another thing as well oh we keep getting things so blast weapons um when they miss you they can still hit their target um yeah. they they scatter the template goes down um and they can still do stuff they don't get it's not like a uh, missile launcher from a 40k or 30k weapon that doesn't have a blast template doesn't get lost it still can do something that's always worth remembering that but mm. it's, yeah strength nine is only one dice but once the sun fury and the gatlings are taking down the shields more i quake cannon have a friendly conversation with someone's front armor plate giant revolver to the face pretty much yeah, or to wherever big, you want yeah big fan of the uh um but not on but weirdly not on the warbringer you're a big fan of the yeah. quake cannon but not on I, the Warbringer. yeah because i'd rather the bellicosa on this um i do often use it i just didn't take it on this list Mm. Um, the more I quake cannon rocks in at 35 points cheaper and I've yes. got 1750 to play with so I'm scaling for if I was playing a normal game uh, and I had and I was playing at 2000 points then yes that would absolutely be a bellicose volcano cannon because bellicose volcano cannons are just awesome but there aren't enough points available to me <clears throat> in the list that we've set out. Uh, yeah, you, 1750 sounds like a lot, but it doesn't go far. It doesn't go far, yeah. No, and I've, no not at all. Uh, I then have a second uh, Lupercal Manipal of three Warhounds, uh, one with a plasma bolt combination, one double bolters, one with a turbo laser destroyer and a bolter combination um, just to give me a good bit of speed uh, to accompany the slightly bigger um, slightly bigger lads and gives you some more activations as well because that's something we haven't yeah. touched on is that no we haven't really have we that obviously because it's alternative activations if you've got a lot of titans you can do something with the ones you're not bothered about to burn up your opponent's activation so they've done everything so you know what they're going to do and then all of a sudden if you've got titans left over you go all right okay everything i do now is effectively going to be unopposed so um have at it basically pretty much which um might be a failing of the list that i'll be um talking about in a minute but hey ho. <laughs> But again, the, the Warhounds. Yeah, sorry, if you've got the Polish Polish removal men are now having a conversation in are the you, background. 
No, sorry. Uh, I clicked on something and it uh, started playing something that wasn't supposed to Is Michael to not paying attention, basically? He's, no, uh, I am paying attention. I am paying attention. I was just sent something and it was... He's, he's watching the Pornhub documentary. I'm, I, yeah. Yes, documentary. That's that's right. Not 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 just plain old... Are you, no, are no, you, looking, are you looking for tractors again, Michael? Yeah, looking for tractors. That's, They're that's not the doing system. that thing where they're giving it giving it premium free to Italians anymore. They stopped doing that in 2020 when the lockdown started relaxing. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, that's my list. The warhounds can again shred bolt, shred shields. You've got the melter, you've got the terminator destroyer, you've got the warlord with enough guns as well, so I can punch through armor. Uh, not in a great deal, but in a very focused way. And the warhounds are there just to, you know, I'm expecting them to die relatively quickly. But they can, they can serve that purpose of using up activations as well. Though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also like, they even, if they, even if they run some... from behind one building to another building, that forces your opponent to do something with one of theirs while they're still going. Yeah, but what's he going to do with this? Yeah, yeah. And they can be squadroned up as well, which is. Um... Shexy. Incredibly useful. You're very useful. But yeah, they can... They, I can't remember what the uh, rule is for their... They can do like a biting attack, and I can't remember whereabouts that is in the game. But anyway. But that's my list. That is that is all my points. That is six Warhounds. Sorry, no, that's six Titans, and you could probably put that list together really cheaply. I can tell you how cheaply later on. Right. Who's next then? Uh, should I give it a go? Go for it. Okay, so I've just got to get my, my notes. Um, right, I've gone with Legio Ignatum because that's the Legio I play, and this is the list I took to my last uh, game because uh, I, I like this. I've used the uh, Precept uh, Battle uh, 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 Line Maniple because... Um, I like the way um, you basically get the uh, command checks um, on a um, what's the word? I'm, you, you get uh, bonuses to your command checks. So yeah, uh, you plus two, yeah, two plus two. Uh, yeah, uh, just just makes getting your orders out that little bit more reliable, which I like. Uh, so I've got uh, so comp- so I've taken uh, a. Um, We've, first of all, we've got a. I'll do this in alphabetical order because it's the way it's listed in Battlescribe. We've got a um, Reaver Titan with a laser blaster, a volcano cannon, and a Vulcan Mega Bolter. So that's uh, uh, so, so I like that. Uh, then we've got a Warbringer Nemesis uh, with the uh, Bellicosa Volcano Cannon. Uh, I, I forget it. I mean, I prefer the Quake Cannon, but I'm going to give the I, I I I was thinking of giving the uh, um the the, the um Bellicosa a try, although I still think the Quake Cannon's better. Um, a laser blaster, uh, tracking gyroscopes, and the volcano cannon. So I've designed that to 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 really just you know destroy stuff. Uh, the tracking gyroscope is basically that's where any Titan of a scale 10 or lower, um, it, it basically upgrades the, uh, it changes the firing arc. So all the carapace weapons include the entire front arc well, of the weapon. Thing was, he was watching, he was watching Erotica, wasn't he? He was, because you, you literally just explained that when you were going through it, your list. You did, you did, you did. Sorry. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you did. I'm sure. Oh. 
get the tractor get the tractors around on your screen was uh, was worth it get the tractors off the screen yeah yeah it's tractors honest. uh okay so that's uh, that one uh, i've gone for a war two warhounds both with the uh, this is just my favorite loadout plasma gun and vulcan mega <gasps> I just love that loadout. It, it works so great. I didn't realise yeah, they came does. in different loadouts because that, that's what they should all have. <laughs> I don't know. The Volkite's pretty cool. I like the Volkite. Well, there's but... you and Volkite, for Christ's sake. But this is just great. you a double Polaroid, it's a Volkite. But this is great. You've I got your... Pla- <laughs> Sorry, what was that? I was just I will admit, I have only used things that I am comfortable with using. <laughs> it's. I know that there's the Volkite and things like that. I was like, until I've tried it, I'm not going to bother with it. Now, you see, I don't have that. I don't problem. know why. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I don't normally. I don't normally for list challenges, but this time around, I was like, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm going to stick with what I know. Fair enough. Well, I mean, this is pretty much what I've what I've gone with. Uh, apart from the volcano cannon, this is everything I've used before. Um, then we've got a, a wall wall titan. Uh, now, I've taken as my um, sort of. Um, uh, princeps sort of warlord trait thing there a uh, foe slayer um so for um that that where's the book again gone so that basically lets you pick a weapon with each combat phase uh to give plus one to the uh, armor roll or okay. if it's another member of the triad so mortis or tempestus it's a plus two Ooh. so they're quite good. Mortis is quite common. So, and Graham plays Mortis. So, you know, um, the preset battle line r- maniple really is the maniple for people who don't know what to take because you've literally got mandatory one, that, war, that is... one warbringer, one warhound, optional one reaver, yep. and another warhound. And you're like, I don't know what That's... titan to take. I'll pick this so I can take all. I like, of... I like everything That's in it. I brought our box about it. Yeah, that's me. Uh, my war, my warlord also has gravitic uh, sensor arrays, uh, which is an ignatum uh, piece of war gear, um, which adds a plus one modifier to all hit rolls made by that titan against a target that's at least twenty five percent obscured. So okay. you're going to struggle to hide from. Well. That work well against Legio Disco. <laughs> um i've gone with the uh mac- a macro gatling blaster uh on one arm and a paired gatling blaster on the uh top and uh sun fury uh plasma annihilators with tracking gyroscopes and that's my list that's nice what are the tracking nice. gyroscopes Steve? what yeah just just to check yeah it's all right i'm gonna explain it in a minute chris don't worry I'll go over what the tracking gyroscopes do in a second. Yeah. So I, I, I guess that 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 brings it that brings it to me. Uh, are you, are you, is that it, Mister B? Just yeah, that 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 is. And um, what I'm gonna, I, I'm basically the the idea of this is is basically the warhounds are gonna uh, are gonna try and uh, flank um, everything, um, and the reaver's gonna sort of move up. Well, the reaver does. It tries to move up behind them, but it doesn't really do that well, uh, at least when I'm using it. Um, and then obviously the um, nemesis sitting at the back and the warlord just going down the center, going shoot at me and potentially ignore the warhounds. But whether that works or not, you know. Cool. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? So um, this brings me the uh, least experienced Titanicus player possibly in the world. 
Um, but hey, so yeah, my, 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 my list is based on what looks cool. So, to be honest, most of my lists are based on what looks cool. So, um, so oh, we are uh, we're, we're we're going with Legio Osidax, which is my Legio of choice. Um, blue and white, redhead. Everyone says, "Oh, World Eaters, best color scheme in the Heresy." Basically, that's what the color scheme that Osidax have, without the disadvantage of being one-dimensional traitors. Um, so I am starting with the Mandatum Maniple, which is one of those ones that doesn't take a reaver. Um, and we've got a warlord. So mandatory is one warlord and two warhounds. That's the mandatory for the mandatum. Uh, maniple. Uh, how many times can you say man in one sentence? Um, so there's a warlord with two sunfury plasma annihilators, carapace gatling blasters, and tracking gyroscopes, which I don't know if anybody checked, but it allows you to use the full front arc of the titan for your carapace weapons rather than just really? the door down wow, the front. Wow, that's yeah. that's an awesome piece of gear yeah so um so that's 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 that um and then accompanying that there are a pair of matching warhounds with the only loadout which is plasma blast gun and vulcan megabolter um and that's entirely forge world's fault because that's how they built the 28 mil one so that's how i've how i see uh warhounds so um I think they look cool. There's a nice bit of utility there as well because you've got the mega bolters that can go for shields. You've got the plasma blast gun that you can um, you can do some damage with them. They're not exactly tickling sticks. Um, so you've got a, a pair of them. Uh, and then for my for my next trick is my my one remaining titan. I've only got four titans in 1750 points, and that's, got, and that's because the last one is a warlord sinister. So it's the spooky goth boy. With a Volkite Destructor, uh, which is a Warlord Warlord grade Volkite weapon, which means it's a beam, which means you don't roll to hit, you just draw a line, and if you're underneath it, tough. Uh, that also uh, has the um, and it's got its uh, super super duper spooky psychic gun as well, the um, Sinister Manus um, Tenebrae Left Hand of Darkness, and it's also got Gatling blasters on the roof again with tracking gyroscopes, which obviously let you use the full front arc of the Titan instead of the corridor. And that's it. That's 750 points. Big lad at the end is a little point sink where he wants to be. Yes, he is. 780 points, but he's going to do some lifting. Oh yeah. yeah. He's got a, you know, he's got a good weapon for popping shields that you don't roll to hit. Yep, his psychic weapon is an absolute beast. And he's got Gatling blasters to finish off the shields that the Volk that the Volkite hasn't popped. Yep, I think it's well worth his inclusion in. And in that list. Yeah, and it has a it has a financial implication in that it's less things to buy potentially. So, um, yeah. should we move from there to the cost element, or do we want to do battlefield effectiveness? Because well, I probably want to do battlefield effectiveness. Yeah. Go on then. Well, I've got I've not got a clue. I just know mine will look cool. Uh, yours is good, but you say that about everything. No, no, yours is good, but you're going to suffer from. Not a lot of titans on the field. Activation sickness, yeah. Like Chris is going to go right. Well, I've done like 
my warhounds, so you're out. Now I'm going to do some move some heavy stuff. Does sound like the sort of thing I would do. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna really struggle um, with with that because you're gonna get. That... Thing is though, trying to kill that sinister is gonna be a real focused effort. That's gonna equally soak up your activations. Oh my god, sake, I've got yeah. one of them to deal with. Um, quickening it can move, shoot. Uh, uh, Rage face. Can that same weapon shoot again? I can't remember. No, that the the nasty weapon can't. No, no, you can't use the nasty weapon when you're using quickening. Mm-hmm. You choose a non-psychic weapon, but then I can't remember if you can then shoot the same weapon you've shot again in the same turn. I cannot remember. I That's the one. Um. A, a rules thing about Legio Oxidax as well, which I forgot to mention, uh, not only do they look the best um, in the game, um, you can't modify their command rolls. So I don't care if you're a demon. I don't care if you've got some spooky stuff going on. I don't care what sort of leadership modifiers you might have. We don't take them. Uh, and with the, with the maniple, um, Warhound Titans from this maniple get plus one um, get plus two to any command check when issuing orders um, as long as the warlord is still alive and we get plus one to hit um, for attacks made against units that are near the warlord so they act as like a bodyguard yeah. yep. for the warlord so like you can't you can't negate our um, command checks and we're on plus two so that's what um, threes for a war, mm-hmm. warhound yeah, it's command is uh, five plus, so yeah. Yeah, unmodifiable three plus for all my command checks on my warhounds. Well, I mean, one of the things that I kind of built mine around was the trait for Ignatum, uh, we loyal few. Um, so basically, once we get within twelve inches during the combat phase, we can reroll hits of one. You got so, third enemy. Yeah, basically. So that was kind of the why I want the warhounds to get in as quickly as possible. Mm. And why I, 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 and I was kind of thinking, well, I'd like to drop the, I, I really quite fancy trying the, Bellico- the Bellicosa, but if I drop it for the Quake Cannon, I can potentially put, take out one warhound and squeeze in a direwolf, which might, but I've not played with a direwolf before. So, because I know what the Bellicosa does, you know, I'm very stuff. used to that. Yeah, kill stuff, but yeah, because I don't know if there's going to be uh, if I'm going to be facing uh, Papyrian 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 that way. Um, so yeah, but uh, yes, no. Um, I think I'd have to go with Chris on this one simply because Rob, I think you're going to suffer from that lack of activations. Oh no, I, I realised that as soon as I wrote yeah. it. Yeah, it's it's not it's not. I think your list is when it gets going, it's going to do some damage, but it's gonna it's not got enough to it's not got enough to do as I much it, damage as I, I think, think it's. It, I think it's a list that would take some learning, in that in that beyond there's just the mechanics of the game, um, and you'd have to lean on the lean on the sinister, but then also learn how to get the exact best you could from 
um, the Warhounds yep. um, as well. You need to keep that sinister alive. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because so much of your list depends on that one. But I'd have to go with Chris. Yeah, I think I think Chris has got the um, battlefield effectiveness on this one. Plus the fact he's played more games of this than any than any of the rest of us, so he would be theoretically a superior. Uh, it's potentially he's played more games of this than um than a forty than thirty k. It's not. That's not the case. I, I, can't, oh. I can I can confirm that that isn't the case. Um, You've played more games than do me. I? Th- do- yes, that's very true. Um. Uh, I would I be any better at it? No, my record in this game is frankly uh, almost as bad as my uh, 30k record. I think your problem, Chris, I think, is basically you. I'm sure he's a lovely fellow, but you need to stop playing Adam. <laughs> I don't think it would make a difference who I played against, really. Uh, I don't think it would make any difference whatsoever. The dice. Uh, I yeah no. In terms of Battle of Effectiveness, I think so you both said me, so it's kind of a a, a null point. It's an academic point. I, yeah. Yeah, I, that sinister is. I know he's a tough boy from having one uh, and facing one. So I think if I was going to vote for someone that wasn't me, oh, just what was in your list? Just one more time, Mister B. Sorry. Uh, you've we've got, got, you've got the precept thing, haven't you? So you've got yeah, I've got Reaver, Warbringer, Nemesis, two Warhounds, and a Warlord. Yeah. Some dealing with. It does take some dealing with. You're right. I just think that yeah, the sinister just tips Rob over the edge slightly. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Well, when, I, when right. I when I come for some intro games, that's what I'll bring. Okay, so what about okay. fun to play with oh, against? Just... Oh, okay. uh, I'm not winning now because no. Michael's not voting for a sinister as fun to play against, judging by his. <laughs> okay, uh, it's probably going to be fun to play with, but it's not going to be fun to play against. All right. If I'm okay, well, if uh, I'm starting out in the game. Michael's is the most fun to play with and because it covers a lot of bases, you can learn a lot of things. Don't mind to be fair, but the number of things to worry about is less. Uh, from where I am now, like having played the game for a while, I love playing with a sinister. I, I just think they're quite they're just such an aberration. Um, I'm slightly disappointed that no one took a Warbringer because they're also quite fun despite being glass hammers in sort of effectiveness wise. I couldn't what, fit mean, one. I, I couldn't fit one war, in. I bought a Warbringer. Uh, I think no, he means the, Warmaster. Oh, Warmaster. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not even going near those. I... Lupical manacle, maniple with two warhounds and then a Warmaster. <laughs> yeah. Wait. No, it'd be you have to have minimum three for the. Supercar, unfortunately. Yes, three for the war, yeah. So I don't know if you if could fit a Warmaster in. Probably couldn't, though. You'd just be tipped over the tipped over the totals, I think. 180 points, 200, 600. But you might get away with it, depending on what uh, shoulder weapons and stuff you put on the war. On the war <clears> um, yeah, you could probably just about get away with it, thinking about it. 
Uh, fun to play, fun to play against. Uh, can't vote for. Okay, I'm going to vote for Rob because I think the Psy Titan is quite frankly. I I, I begrudgingly. And it's it's that's the only reason. Otherwise, Mister B, if I was, it is purely a toss of a coin. Yeah, I, think, I, um, I, I, I have to begrudgingly go for Rob as well, just because it does sound like a fun list. But I wouldn't want to play against it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, playing against it. Fun to play against. Ooh. Again, the challenge is there, though. Yeah. Sorry, Mr. B. Rob gets, Fair Rob enough. gets, Rob gets my fun to play with and against. Just because mm. I, I like I like a challenge. Let us know in the comments, people. I mean, do we have comments? Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, we we get we get comments we get comments when we don't bloody ask for them. All, um, the, all the things we get wrong. Uh, right, Mister, who are you voting for, Mister? Fun to play with. Uh, I'm going to have to go. I'm splitting it. You're fun to play uh, against, but Rob's is fun to play with. So I guess half a point each. controversial yeah so just as well it's a friendly now that he's deciding to change yeah, the rules so it's half half halving yeah points, it's, the, it's, the, it's the one time i'm gonna have to half points because i can't i don't think rob's is going to be any fun to play against but it's going to be an incredible amount of fun to play with if that makes any yeah. sense international court for list challenges are going to be uh sending you a letter just so we're clear i i will never i will never half this again i don't think but yeah the, the Swiss the Swiss courts are going to be, you know. So you'll, you'll you'll be up in court after Vlad on bloody international crimes. Yeah. Rob, um, who are you who are you voting for? Um, I'm going to give you half a point each because if Mr. B's oh. just like changing things, then yes. But it does mean Rob wins with 1.5. No, I don't win. We'll yeah. call we'll we'll have one point each. We'll call it a we'll call it a a, a hippie commune of a draw. Fair enough. So, 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 I'm keeping a tab. Don't worry. I'm keeping a track. I think the thing is with 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 Titanicus, there's not a lot of lists that are really. I'm gonna say right. I don't want to play that. It's, it's, Apart it's, from I've managed to write one. No, it's. I just hate that particular Titan. But no, I think I could deal. I think I can handle your list simply because. You know how to play the game. No, simply because I've got enough. I think I've got enough to handle your list. I mean, I could have written an exterg. Uh, I could have written an exterguimus. Mm, you could have, but no. I think I've got. A, I think I've got enough to handle you. So I don't think I wouldn't right. mind playing you too badly. Anyway, how many of your English pounds will your list cost you to buy? Uh, two hundred and fifty-eight pounds and twenty-eight pence. Really? Yes. Good heavens, Mr. B. Too many resin weapons. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, 54 quids yes, yes. worth of resin weapons. You raise a very, you raise <laughs> a very good point there, actually. I'm just... Oh, yeah. Give me two ticks. Uh, I may not be sitting so pretty here. Uh, Rob, what was yours all been? £212.76. Oh, OK. OK, this is really going to come down to some... Magic. There is some. There is quite a lot of resin, but it's all from our friends at Battle Bling. Yeah, well, yeah. 
I'm just break that down. That that's that's two sets of their super Gatling carapace weapons. That's one yeah. incinerator cannon arm, one mage side cannon arm, and one mage head to build a sinister out of a plastic warlord, uh, which I used the discounted Sun Fury uh, warlord from Element because why would you pay seventy quid when you could pay fifty nine? Hmm. Uh, right, hang on. Uh, Reaver Titan is 37.50 element. I've got two of those. Uh, plus a Warlord. How much from element? Warlord 70 from element, or 59.51 if you would wait a fortnight for the plasma one. Oh, which I would do, because I, I want that Sun Fury, so. Uh, 59. I've got some spares if you want them. No, no, no. This is not how this game works. Can't <laughs> no, change no. all the rules, good lord. <laughs> Management will be on to us tomorrow. No, no, uh, I know he'll be, he'll be listening back to this going, you did what? All the rules. Uh, right, okay. Warhounds, how many pounds of Warhounds? They are like 40 quid for. Uh, 38.26 box element. Uh, no, Rob, I think you win it, old bean. Because I will be at least 250 quid. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh, you. So I've got to buy two lots of Warhounds. You get two in a box, so I've got one spare. Uh, mm. So, yeah. Uh, Rob uh, takes the friendly list challenge with uh, two, and a half, uh, two and a half points to my one and a half, followed by Mr. B's half a point. Yay! Yay. Awesome. Yeah. And and it's it's interesting. It, it feels feels kind of cool to do a list challenge where I go, I could nip out to the workshop and literally just pick that straight off the table. Yeah, I mean, the I mean, which was kind talking... of the point with my bonkers bonkers mechanicus uh, bonkers Titanicus project anyway. Um, yeah, bear in mind we're talking about seventeen hundred and fifty points, which is a reasonable sized game. It's a standard tournament, isn't it? Seven fifty four. Yeah. For about two hundred pounds. Yeah. Now, disadvantage with mine there though is there's no reason to buy the box set, so there's no rules included for someone starting completely well, from scratch. Well, we never, never, we, we, we never, we've never bothered about buying the buying the rules and stuff in any. Of that them. is so true. Let's, let's not start going down that avenue because then we'll definitely you'll get a memo. Uh, I have noticed interesting. None account. of none of us went with knights. I thought about it, and I what did at one point have the Asterius in my list, but he rocks in at over three hundred points. Mm. And also, uh, you will that's... never win the cost faction if you're putting an Asterius in because the murder turtle is many pennies. Yeah, he's, he's not he's not cheap. It's uh, like forty six points, isn't he? No, sorry, 46 quid, sorry. 46 quid, not points. He is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He is indeed, yeah. Uh, I've, I have one who's cool. I have unfortunately realised that I've lost the missile rack from the back. I don't know where that's gone. I need to... Um, I've heard that the plastic porphyrian as well has almost as many pieces as the full-size one. Doesn't surprise me. Which, having built the full-size one, is a lot. Uh, um, it comes, yeah, but so what I was going to say is... It comes back to the fact that for 200 quid, you've got a good-sized game. Yeah, although 200 pounds is not a small sum of money, 
but in Certainly terms the of moment, tabletop yeah. wargaming, uh, uh, it is yeah. a. I mean, I know we said it was effective, and the game. Yeah. There aren't. There, there are fiddly small pieces when you're building it, and there are fiddly small pieces when you're controlling it. But the actual models themselves are well built. They're a good size. They're robust. Bits shouldn't ping off left, right, and centre when you drop one. It's you know. They look awesome on the table. And they're awesome on the table. Yeah. I don't know whether it is the cheapest system GW do apart from Underworlds. I think um, Middle Earth is probably cheaper. Yeah. If you think you've got yeah. six hundred, unless you're doing Hobbit from well. Forge World and you're wanting six hundred points of basic Hobbits where you've got like nine thousand pounds worth of resin Hobbit. Um, but it's it's not. It's certainly not what Heresy was before. It doesn't appear from my um, listenings to have so much of a meta to chase as other games. It certainly doesn't have, you know, a new faction that is the new sexiness every month. Um, And so there's quite a lot of longevity in everything that you buy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's gone through quite a quiet patch, probably about six months or so. Just yeah, while I the, think while the heresy of, release has kind of been going on. I yeah. I think to a degree we're sort of feeling the pandemic effect at this point. And I, say, um, I think I think it's second edition. I think they've got all the focus on getting people paying twenty eight mil heresy. Well, yeah, what I mean is I think we I think they've taken people off this project during the pandemic when things were a bit slower because of social distancing, working from home, etc. Because, you know, we're, we're, we're in creative aspects, I understand from people that, uh, that that working from home can sort of limit things. Um, so yeah, I, you, can't, I, you can't bounce off the people around you. you. Well, at least not as easily. So I, I think we're sort of. We're sort of hitting that area where the pandemic was happening, and maybe sorry. You, you can if you're on Michael's web browser right now, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, yeah, as long and, as you're into Massey Ferguson's. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, so I think we're sort of at that. We're coming to the end of that sort of period in which think maybe people were assigned to more important projects that are bigger sellers. If that makes any sense, because uh, I noticed that. You know, Necromunda's been going quite well. Yeah, model for model, I don't care if we're a heresy podcast, model for model, Necromunda smashes everything Workshop has out of the park. No, I absolutely absolutely agree with that. I don't think that there is, I don't think there are many bad, there are some bad Necromunda models. Uh, Let's not talk about the Potato Psyker. I say I don't mind him. I just think he's got a really biff paint job. I think you give him to the right person. And... No, I, I agree with that. I have seen some really good paint jobs with him, but he still think he looks a bit rubbish. You know, um, I, I'm not. I don't quite like the way they've recycled the old Vrax Psyker to become something else. It's like now sod off. That's the that's the Vrax traitor traitor militia Psyker. Yeah, they don't just try. took they, they just they just took away his um, backpack. Yeah, and went. Oh no, he's from Necromunda. No, he bloody isn't. Um, but model for model, the fact that you could build the plastics and effectively have, whether well, it's ten character models in um, in the plastics, like the the, the models are amazing. Um, 
I just need to find some way of turning that into the heresy setting. So we need more we need more novels like Nemesis, the kind of domestic uh, with a domestic focus rather than um, sort of battlefield focus, if that makes sense. Um, I mean, it's a bit late now, I realise, but still. Um, but the, these models are incredible. They're good value as well. Um, they might not be cheap, but they're good value because you've got, yep. you know, you've got building elements. You've got there's something for every kind of painter. If you want to literally paint it with three rattle cans and stick it together, you're fine. If you want to go bonkers mental, you can. Um, there's a fantastic article on Warhammer Community done by Rich Gray about painting a Warlord Sinister. Uh, where he shows off that he only does freehand that good to make people feel bad. Um, so have a look at that article as well. Um, you know, I, I've every every time they give the titans out to the community, um, to the big names in the community, they always come back with something like crazy good. Yeah, they do. Um, and. This is something that I need to uh, get my head around. I think I need to get some terrain sharpish. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Wait, I, wait, might just, I might just uh, check the uh, wattage rating on an Elegoo Mars 3 and wonder about whether to fire the uh, fire, <laughs> fire, fire the printer up and see whether it would uh, send my electricity meter into a terminal uh, overkill. Yeah, fair enough. All right, cool. So shall we uh, knock into the close? So it's been a bit of an odd one this evening. Uh, we've... We've missed the uh, reassuring and, and steadying presence of the uh, second oldest man in heresy. I saw somebody had complained that they were older than him um, after a recent episode. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Until, until I see some paperwork, you know. Yeah, it's uh, we're gonna we're gonna need um, official um, signed witness documentation to prove that. I think. Um, but, you know, people can leave us reviews on iTunes. They can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Links are all in the show notes. I will see none of it. Um, give the page a like as well, um, just so that we know that you like what we're doing. I realize people who are used to the show might think this evening's a little bit weird. Trust me, it's felt it from this side of the microphone as well. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, you can post on the Facebook wall. You can send a message to that account. You can send a message to the Instagram account, or you can email us at info at edgeofempire.co.uk. Um, if you want to help out the show, we've got an affiliate link with Audible, so you can sign up to that to get all your Horus Heresy audio books through them and, <laughs> and the other Black oh, Library books you. as well. Uh, we don't sell um, medication um, for anybody with uh, respiratory issues, but um, we'll sort Chris out after this. Um, Seven ninety nine a month for an Audible uh, credit, and all the Black Library books are on there, so you could go and get Titanicus and have a listen to that and realise how wonderful it is. Um, you can also become a patron of the show, put a couple couple of dollars in our tip jar, uh, for which we're eternally grateful, and you'll get access to the sweary bonus bit that we do um, before the show. And um, I'm going to con the login details out of Michael 
um, and start posting some stuff up on there as well, seeing as I don't do the social medias anymore. Um, you can also donate to the show with the Kofi as well, or Kofi, whatever you call it, and give us a couple of quid. Um, you can help out by going through the advert on the website, purchase your wargame, wargaming toys through Element Games. Uh, we have our Element Crystal Codes, which we read out every month. You should know them all off by heart by now, but just in case this is your first time at Edge of Empire Towers, um, we get double crystals and you get normal crystals if you put these codes in. Chris's is CHR211. Graham's is GRA2794. Michael's is MIC440, and mine is Rob676. Uh, we have an affiliate links with the Outpost as well, a friendly little gaming store in Sheffield, which uh, I should probably be visiting at some point soon. Um, next episode, we'll see us have a look at the Lion, I mean Adepticon reveals, uh, news, what we've been up to, probably not a lot, and new releases followed by, apparently, our Emperor's Children special. Snuck yes. that one in. Do I have to, uh, you know, all, all I have to say about Empress Children is uh, don't dream it, be it, basically. <laughs> so um, I'll be uh, going up to the lab and seeing what's on the slab um, and uh, seeing you shivering with anticipation for our Empress Children special. Indeed. Right. And, uh, Lovely. On that note, um, I'm going to be, I know what I'm going to be watching before I go to bed tonight. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to watch it. I, I'm going to, no, I'm, I'm going to go with, well, I'm going to watch the sequel just to be different. Uh, I've, I've, I've always stayed away from that. It's, uh, stuck with, oh, it's with the terrible. Closet. It's absolutely uh, terrible. I mean, I, I won't, I won't get dressed up for watching it. Um, I have everything I need to, but, um, I shan't. I shall keep the pearl necklace in the in the back, um, quite literally. Um, but yeah, uh, on that note, it's a uh, good night from me. Uh, good night from me. Take care, everybody. Love and snuggles, I believe, is the. Uh... It's just it's my usual sign off. Yeah, absolutely, definitely love and snuggles, especially at this time. You know, all the snuggles saves on the heating. Yes. Exactly, you know. Oh, we definitely. But, ju- but, but just bear in mind the average carbon footprint of the average human being as well, so don't take too much of a 17th century approach to central heating. Or if you can't be good, folks, be careful. All right. Night. Take care, everybody.